in my business, so worry about your own. Stick with the fast food, cause I am homegrown. Boy is handbreaded, got too much soul. Grandma's foot in it, bless her heart and soul. Over your head, well, it's out of my hands. You are beneath me, you don't understand. Keeping it real, cause I can't help it. Sometimes you just got to be a bit selfish. Sometimes you just got to be a bit selfish. Sometimes you just got to be a bit selfish. Keeping it real, cause I can't help it. Sometimes you just got to be a bit selfish. All right. This is an article from uh, WIBX um, by Jacqueline Kroll, published April 14th, 2002. Okay. Oh, this is an oldie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A TikToker user claims Nickelodeon called the cops on her after she sent out a tweet about JoJo Siwa not being invited to the 2022 Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> Nickelodeon called the cops on me about 20 minutes ago. I wish I was kidding, TikTok user Hot Girl Bookshelf, with two Fs at the end, alleges. Oh, shout it out to TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> alleges in her now viral TikTok. In the video, Hot Girl Bookshelf explains it all. Started when she got a call from a New York phone number and didn't answer it. She decided to text the phone number to find out who it was. The caller responded saying he was a detective with the New York Police Department. Hey, yo. <laughs> she, hey, was, yo. Yeah, she was confused as to why an NYPD officer would call her since she lives in Seattle. <laughs> but then he explained that he needed to ask a few questions regarding a tweet she sent regarding Nickelodeon. Just the tweet you sent out earlier today. Like I said, you're not in any trouble. They sent this over to me, and I just have to look into it. He responded via text. I, for a book, for a book, this kind of dialogue works. But for an article, I don't think so. You should be like, they responded this there because it's more reportive. Yeah, yeah. It, you know what? What might have happened was they like listened to her TikTok because I, I think I have heard about this. They probably just listened to her TikTok telling the story, and then they just wrote it down, like, almost verbatim. Yeah, probably. Rather than just, like, talking to somebody or looking up information. But, I mean, if the only information you have is a TikTok. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like a, the, a double-sided, like, coin in a sense, where it's, like, on one hand, it's, like, yeah, it's, only, it's not something that's going to hit the news that everyone's going to be talking about. It's just something you're going to have to pick up on and copy-paste and be the first to do it. Yeah. But it's also sad that modern journalism has succumbed to... I heard this person on the internet say this, so I'm going to put a clickbait article out on it. But after that whole IGN thing, I don't know if you heard about that. <laughs> what? Oh, we'll, we'll talk okay, about it. Okay, okay. That'll be a good segue. Okay, I will say, I will say, thank goodness for it, because it gave us a bit to do this season. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Yeah. Solid shit. As it turns out, she tweeted a threat to the company on her Twitter account, King Damn. Ratatouille. She's at King Ratatouille if you want to follow her. That's such a good fucking ad. Really I respect fuck her. I respect her heavily. <laughs> um, after Siwa revealed in a TikTok video that the network never invited her, and that's why she wasn't present at the awards show. The tweet was... This is my wording. I say the tweet was because it should have said that right here. Mm -hmm. I'm about to burn down the Nickelodeon headquarters for not inviting JoJo Siwa to the Kids' Choice Awards. Oh, Nick took that personally. 
Fucking Mike Jordan in the chair. Oh, my God. The detective <laughs> said that Nickelodeon's headquarters in Manhattan reported her tweet. Then the official asked her what she meant by the tweet and if she personally knew anyone at the company or Siwa herself. I was like, no, I don't know any of them. I wish I knew JoJo, but basically I was just mad because they didn't invite her to the Kids' Choice Awards a year after she came out as gay. That's homophobic. It is. I will say, I, I will agree with that because Nickelodeon is a Paramount, uh, you know, company and she's, she moved on to Paramount, but that's still Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. No, that is fucked up, especially yeah. she was, she was big. She was a big brand name for like Nickelodeon. Yeah. Um, she's, she says, uh, I'm literally from Seattle. I'm not planning on burning down the headquarters. User Hot Girl Bookshelf also states the detective laughed at her statement and asked if she had any weapons before concluding the he call. He knew this was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. He was just like, I'm just trying to go home. The article links <laughs> the TikTok and it says the video has received over 3.0 million views, though many in the comments seem to have conflicting feelings about her tweet and the subs- subsequent phone call. That's dumb. Well, no, yeah, I don't agree. 100% cops should not have been involved first in this. First off, first off, Nickelodeon took a threat from a Twitter handle <laughs> called <King laughs> Nigga, oh, no <laughs> one was coming to burn down Nick headquarters. Relax. We're just calling you out for being homophobic. You're just homophobes. <laughs> okay, here, here is going more. When, while some believe the company was in the right to call the threat, Were call they? the threat to see if it was real, others disagree. Specifically, multiple users in the comments brought up the abuse allegations made by former Nickelodeon employees against Victorious, Drake and Josh, and iCarly creator Dan Schneider. Schneider den- denied the misconduct allegations, but left Nickelodeon in 2018 after working at the tw- network for 25 years. 40 Ounce Friday's lore. Me and Kyle had determined and figured out that most likely these allegations are false after multiple jokes we made about Dan Schneider. Yeah. So it's up in the air, but I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna call it on that one. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga weird though. At yeah, the end of the he's day, he's weird and likes feet, but I don't think he touched any kids. Yeah. Especially if the most damaged one that got out of Nickelodeon still reaches out to the guy. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Now we're not saying we're 100% incorrect on this. Don't don't take yeah. Don't take don't, like yeah. you guys are wrong and stu- no, we're just saying it from what we've seen and believe. Let me tell you this: we did more research than most of you because we didn't just look at comments and be like, "Huh, well, I guess that's that." We were like making jokes about it and then we're like you know we should just check in on this to be yeah, sure yeah because we were we was ready to roast <laughs> i was about to cook that nigga. i remember <laughs> i do remember that conversation where we were just like oh huh maybe hmm i guess not <laughs> yeah it's something yeah but i guess people were like interesting they can call the cops on you in five seconds but and let dan schneider work there for like 20 years with no issue and that's the article, and it's followed by a bunch of other stars caught in big lies article, but I mean, all these things are known. <laughs> yeah. And yes. It's welcome to the 40 Ounce Fridays <laughs> podcast, yo. Don't fucking tweet Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, apparently. They'll I'm... they'll fucking be like, we will get you. <laughs> Don't you fuck with us. You fuck me. <laughs> this is episode 104. Um also, shout outs to JoJo Siwa. She should have. She should have been able to go to the Kids Choice Awards. Yeah, 
She should have been. She's she was she she made them so much fucking money. It's kind of <laughs> fucked up that she didn't get invited. Right? She's literally their JoJo. Yeah. No, she really is. <laughs> JoJo JoJo's part uh what if burned down Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, welcome, man. welcome, y'all. Um, we are here. We're actually recording on Friday the 15th. This is the first 40 Ounce you know, Friday. Friday is recorded on a Friday. Yeah. Well, well, the ones with me. Yeah. Before I like got, before I got the laptop, I would record Friday day of. Yeah. But I would record through my phone and did like no editing. So, <laughs> like... Of like a proper episode recorded on a Friday. This is the first time. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. <laughs> I know it's exciting. Yeah, what's up? What's up, y'all? Uh, we're recording because uh, tomorrow I'm doing D and D stuff, and then Sunday on Easter when we would have recorded, I'm going to my my. Oh, I was gonna say girlfriend, my fiance's house to Ooh. see her family because they invited me over, and I'm I'm not gonna say no. Yeah. So <laughs> so we we managed to pull some strings and get it together. What's up? What's up? Yeah. You know the forces uh, of the universe tried to stop us. I dropped my phone in my sink this morning before work. Had to drop quite a bit of money on a new phone, but you know it is what it is. It's gotta ha- it's gotta happen, it, bro. I'm like so defeated. Like honestly, yesterday when I got your message, I died a little inside <laughs> like <laughs> my fu- my heart sank to my fucking stomach because let me tell you i had to cover someone who it's like uh the the position i can do was no problem yeah. but there's a backside you're all alone in it and when he doesn't the guy who usually does this position when he doesn't have anyone to help him and he needs help and he's like oh can you do this for me i'm the one who does that so when I'm in that position, I don't have me. Oh. So I had to rush everything, and I was getting frustrated because people were other people who were helping in the beginning. The more I, the more days I would come in to cover, the less work would be done the next day because they're like, "Oh, Ryan's here." Fuck you guys. Yeah. yeah. It was really frustrating, and I was fucking exhausted because I've been dealing with insomnia and a whole bunch of things. So I don't go to sleep until like, like four. Shit. And um. Those shifts began at 12. Ryan, that's not bad. I'm like, yeah, but I wake up at like 9 or 10. I have to leave by 11. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's like, that's, yeah, it's, your day's kind of backwards. So it was like, Wednesday was my last day on that. Um, and then Thursday you texted me. And I was like, bro, I was like, if you texted me a day sooner, I would have been like, I'm on my way today. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I, I, I got invited, I think, yeah, I got invited on Thursday. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, well, Ryan and I can record Saturday. I was like, oh, fuck. d and stuff. Yeah. And I didn't want to say no again because that last time we recorded on Saturday, I was like, I had to rain check you guys yeah. because of this. Yeah. But uh, it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> We're here. Let's just say I got out of my shift today. Yeah. Good but, shit. Um, so D&D, huh? Do you know what you're going to play? I'm going to be an investigator. Ooh, an investigator. Yeah. There's a lot of feats and skills they can use so i have to keep reading over shit so i can make sure i pick what i want but mm. it's it's like a lot they can use a lot of stuff <laughs> is the is the setting in a small town with a murder i wish it was that would have been great i'm like i'm in my motherfucking element right now <laughs> i got an idea one day one day one of our specials mm-hmm. will be a quick semi D game okay. of just you and the world around you. It'll be a small town. 
And there will be. A, I'm gonna make a small town murder with a quirky oh, group of characters you to assist bastard. you. Bastard, that'd be so cool. <laughs> it might end up having to be a multi-person. Yeah, fuck it. We'll just make it a YouTube video when I, if I do this. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be fun. YouTube content. <laughs> Oh man! So, so what the fuck is up with IGN? What, what okay. happened here? Okay, I don't know if you. Okay, so you didn't hear about it, but um, I'm not gonna look up an article or anything. I'm just gonna quickly go over it because this happened earlier in the week. Uh, so this will be pretty old news by the time this episode gets out. But uh, there was a a post that went out from IGN, someone that worked at IGN, and essentially they were saying uh, they were looking for you know like freelance writers, and they were offering you know like those those flat rates it was like $20 for like a generic story like a fluff story like you yeah. read $50 for a, a more creative thing like something with like originality to it like unique t a unique perspective and then I think it started at like $300 for like a multi like source like deep dive story shit like that and people lost their minds because those prices are absolutely atrocious yeah $20 nigga 20 now I see why they just pump out shit yeah because they're only getting twenty dollars i want i want to well, <laughs> it's bro imagine if i pitched them aquabug and they gave me three hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about aquabug though <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah it, it's fucking it's ridiculous like it's like like everyone was like this is disrespectful you're gonna have somebody put in work for twenty dollars that's why those articles are like that because they're stacking like five of them out so they can try to get a hundred dollars for right? some work. That's bullshit, bro. I th I, you know and what? everyone was like, multi open source. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Dude, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna bullshit this. I think I might use this as an investment opportunity because <laughs> when I really think and try to work on writing i it's a long process and a lot of alcohol is consumed and yeah. i cry but uh <laughs> but when i'm like As you should when i'm like i'm writing bullshit like remember that creative writing story i wrote of um there's two of them in particular that were very easy for me to write it was mm -hmm. the the time machine one about the tv world yes and the delorean <laughs> yeah. the the prompt was to um you like write a story at different times of the day until the story. And I was like, well, fuck that. It's going to be a linear story with time travel. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then number two was the Courage the Cowardly Dog ripoff one that I did. I I, I do remember <laughs> that. <one too>. Yeah. <laughs> those were absolute. I wrote that. I sat down, wrote that shit in like a uh, fucking. Those, like, are, those were fun. <laughs> those were fun, fun men. Yeah. It, it lets you like work on stuff. So I'm like thinking like, I, I think we both could do this. I think we could become. Bullshit article right? Bull no. Oh yeah. No, no problem. <laughs> do, you, do you should 40 ounce Fridays sign up for this? <laughs> just just start turning in bullshit. <laughs> just... I'm I'm you think I'm kidding. I mean to be fair, we kind of work really hard on the podcast Dude. and we don't even have five dollars. We can get twenty dollars in yeah. like ten minutes. Bro, this is how we can fund this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's funny because I'm really not fucking kidding right now. We could totally do it. Yeah, I, I'd be totally down. I can become what I hate, but you know what? Now that I see why, yeah. I, I I get it. I'm yeah. so sorry that you guys have to suffer. It's I think it's that sucks bit. so I think, bad. I think it's this fucking clickbait article and joke internet bit that we've done like three times, four times now. 
Yeah, this is time number four. <laughs> and we're already like, I think this is the arc. Is yeah. click, the clickbait arc the of clickbait 40 arc. <laughs> Progression. Oh my god. Y'all not ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so just, just break it out really quick. Uh, fuck IGN. And you know, some other like uh, news article places like gaming news journalism and a lot of stuff commented like wow that's that's shameful but then it also makes you think you know what are these other places charging for yeah. they didn't say anything publicly so it's just like i see i see i see the fluff in the world now <laughs> that's why it exists oh, some man. of them articles still be bum bum fuck booty cheeks though <laughs> i will never forget the trails for review article that i read it was it was before you were on the podcast but um, they said, uh, I know it's the fourth game in this story arc of like a bigger franchise as a whole. So it's like the 19th game in the franchise. Yeah. But I wish it gave new players uh, more info and backstory about previous games. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Bro. Just play the other games. Even... <laughs> Even Kingdom Hearts 3's criticism wasn't, I don't know what's going on. Because a lot of people were like, I don't know what's going on. I should have played those games, huh? And I was like, yeah. yeah. They're like, fair enough. I was just like, the g he's like, I, I get it. It's this, but they should. No, they shouldn't. The game isn't catered for people to just jump into any random number. It's an ongoing story arc. Yeah. You need to play each game. And it does give you background information. He's like, but it's not enough. I'm like, that's not the game's fault. It's not the game's fault, honey. Oh, jeez. There's all these characters and I don't know who to relate to because you didn't play the other games. You don't know these people. Why do some people get more important story arcs than others? Because some of them are just returning characters yeah. from previous arcs in this bigger game world. Yeah, it's like... These niggas are not important as these niggas yeah. now. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, if you didn't play the first game, it's like, oh, the first game's main character is here, but he's getting a big plot about it. And it's like, yeah, this is kind of the conclusion of like a whole yeah. like, series. The, the subtitle for Trails of Cold Steel 4 is End of Saga. Yeah. Because it's the end of that fucking saga. It's four <laughs> games. Jesus. <laughs> It's a wild. We're in a different half of the continent currently after the Cold Steel stuff and after uh, the game after it's called, uh, I think the dub for it, the, the translated title is Trails to Riviera or something like that. Yeah. Um, now we're in like a different half of the continent that we've never seen before. So I'm like, we're getting at least another 10 fucking games, yeah. bro. There's already a sequel to Core no Kis Kisuke announced. We're not getting that in the West until probably like 2025. Like the first oh one. Because we're barely getting the fucking Crossbell games. We're getting the first one this year. And then we're getting that one in Trails to Riviera like late next year. It's going to be a minute. But yeah. we're getting them. We're getting them. <laughs> and you know I'm going to talk about the Cold Steel. Not the Cold Steel games. I, I've already. We can go. <laughs> but the the crossbow games I'm definitely gonna talk about because I know a lot about them because I said I watched like you know yeah. the story stuff because it's either that or find the translations but um Cold Steel 
or not Cold Steel, Crossbell, the Crossbell games, right up my alley. Yeah. Because uh, it's set in a city. Yeah. <laughs> and you're a detective group. You're like a special support uh, section. So you you solve problems. You, 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 you're looking into mystery. I was like, oh, bro. Yeah, dude. Um, oh, bro. I'm already prepared for oh, when, bro. We... whenever these games come out. You just scratching my itch right now. I actually have to make a playlist for whenever these games come out of all the episodes that you've talked to me about them just so like every time i'm like oh he's about to tell me about this game i better refresh my memory of these characters <laughs> like do you remember we did a whole episode where you explained the plot oh yeah to me <laughs> I, I was like i'm gonna try to explain the plot of the trails <laughs> i remember when it's you were a done lot. it's alone a lot but when you were done i was like i get it went to bed that night was like what the fuck i don't remember any of this because it's so much but it's so good Oh the trail series God. is so underrated. It's so fucking good. And I know I'm going to... When I get into that city boy, when he pull up in that train, I'm like, ooh, we about to solve mysteries. <laughs> so it's safe to say that after they uh, release all these games that were pre they were previously um, not in the West, right? Mm -hmm. um, after that, sometime after that is when the next saga is going to begin. Well, this, it has already started oh. with the... the uh, Kurano Kisuke is the latest one. That oh. one's only in Japan. Yeah. It literally came out last year. Okay. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Yeah. So, yeah. safe to say after these ones get translated, probably the, that one. That's why I'm over. like, we'll probably won't get Kurano Kisuke until like 2025. It takes a few years just because those games aren't as popular in the West. Yeah. You know, it's not a big popular series in the West. So it's going to take a couple of years, but we'll get them because um, Trails to Riviera is, is kind of like the epilogue to like... Yeah that first half of the world um that came out in 2020 and we're barely gonna get it in 2023 so <laughs> it takes a couple of years yeah we get that's why i was saying like man i feel sorry for them niggas that were actively playing the trails games because i was able to play all four cold steel games back to back to back to back Bro, I would be so mad if i had to wait like fucking four years <laughs> everyone ends on a cliffhanger too huh each one fucking ends <laughs> on a cliffhanger except four. Four actually is the ending. But oh every other God. fucking tr Cold Steel game ended on a cliffhanger. Oh. Every time. And you're just like, God fucking damn it. That's, it's... <laughs> I, games that have such long gaps, whether or not it's due to the game's development or just, you know, transferring things overseas mm -hmm. are always so wild. And it's crazy to me that people are hyping a game that trailer came out and i'm like bro we ain't seen this for like four or five years oh kingdom march 4 <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that game I was that like, game come out in a, at least 2027 i'm gonna promise you that scene is not gonna look like how it looked there and that's all they've made so far <laughs> like the f i have hope it's not going to take as long as three though when yeah. they announced three they were like now in development and we got like that 10 seconds. Yeah. 10 fucking. Like, at least with this, we got like a good solid, like, yeah. two and a half minute trailer. We got a little more gameplay footage than we ever got from three. Like, yeah. this will probably take a couple years. Yeah. It's not going to take like a decade. Oh, I know. It's not. It, I don't think it's going to take 10 years. It might take like three or four years. I remember being 
18, 19 at my first job at Target, talking with the backroom employees like, yeah, I'm going to buy a PS3 so when I Kingdom Hearts 4 comes out. I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3, 3 comes, comes out. out. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, no, my favorite thing about that is what a lot of people don't remember. I always say this. Smash 4 for the 3DS and Wii U got announced the same fucking day yeah kingdom hearts 3 got announced and we got two smash games before we got kingdom hearts 3 we got two smash games. we've also had another funny thing like that happen recently hmm. we've had two sonic the hedgehog films in a pandemic holy shit <laughs> he is the savior of the broken the beaten and the damned Sanic. Oh my god. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about it until you watch it too, but I. I have like, so many movies like to watch, movies. and I'm fucking broke because of this fucking phone. I'll figure it out. Yeah. I'll get there. I, Don't worry. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe next weekend or the weekend after or sometime, I'll, uh, I'll take you to the movies. We're gonna see Batman, and then we're gonna sneak over to Sonic. <laughs> hey, I'm down. I'm down, boy. Sadly, we can't do it at the Lakewood Theater anymore. That shit was a. That blessing was a. Um, casualty of the, of the pandemic oh COVID I, casualty we, I, I see we lost the theater where we would sneak beers in oh pour one out bro yeah pour one out do you what do you remember the most beer we snuck in i only went with you went with you guys to that theater like one time when we had beers it's when we saw lego batman two times we saw power rangers there yep but did we see beer in the Power Yes, we did. We did? Okay. We, did. we probably did, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'm still salty. We're never getting that seat. I don't care what anyone says. That Power Rangers movie was fucking good. It was good. cool. It was good. It was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. It was a good foundation. They could have made they, something. It's People don't like gritty reboots, but they did the gritty reboot good. It, they could have made something out of that. That yeah. could have been something like greater than what it was at the start. I remember I'm so salty. The first scene of the movie being the whole shot of the rearview mirror, mirror mm-hmm. as he's like running from the cops. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a really good action movie," <laughs> and it was. It was an action movie. It was cool, man. It was a cool sci-fi. They were ready. Movie. They hinted at Tommy at the end. I was like, dude, I'm so. That would have been so cool to have like a whole movie based on Tommy being the antagonist. Yeah. That would have been dope. I'm so salty. We never. Uh, what could have been, you know? But yeah. I treat it like I treat live action Cowboy Bebop. Oh fucking well. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I would have liked more, but it's not happening. <laughs> oh man, Cowboy Bebop unfortunately has been thrown into the same pit that Firefly and what should have been Freaks and Geeks. Mm. is in for me where i haven't watched firefly because i don't want to be like no i don't want to yeah that's why i haven't watched firefly either because for a year for like fucking over a decade i've heard people say like we want more firefly i'm like i guess i won't watch that i'm not trying to have my feelings hurt there is serenity but then i'm gonna want more and that's why no one no one cares they want the fire they want firefly what are the greatest um real life shows out there is freaks and geeks and i made the mistake of watching it talk to these niggas i made it's like i want all of you to stop listening right now and watch freaks and geeks but also don't fucking watch freaks and geeks no because you're gonna be really hurt you're gonna be mad you're gonna be so because it sets it's so good how it ends as donald glover said our uh, childish gambino 
and my show should be canceled. Freaks and geeks. That's a Donald. That's a Childish Gambino bar. And it's like the sad part is I want to talk about how great that ending of that first season and end of series is, but it's like I don't want to spoil it in case these people decide to watch. No, you should watch it. You should. Add, yeah. It sucks that you're not getting more, but you will love it. Yeah. It's it for what it is. You will love. It. It's classic. It's one of those shows like Arrested Development where it has a nice ensemble cast before they were ensemble. Yes. It's like these people moved on to do some great, amazing, cool stuff. Yeah. And you see, like, kind of where those uh, aspects of their um, character, like, how they get typecasted. Mm -hmm. Usually you see aspects of where that is. Like Michael Sarah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I think, I think someone who succeeded from it was Jason Siegel. Because he was, yeah. for, he became, began, became that, like, goofy, really kind stoner guy. And that blossomed into Marshall Erickson. It's unfortunate that they fucking milked him like a fucking cow. Oh, I agree. But I, I love Jason Siegel. Yeah. And I love, I, I love Marshall. <laughs> Easily the best character in I, the show. I fucking love Marshall so much. It's I like, adore him. It's crazy how even when uh, you the in seasons eight and nine where you can tell Jason Siegel's over it, he's very thin, he looks tired all the time. Mm -hmm. He still does a better performance than everyone else. Yeah. Maybe excluding Josh Radner. Yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. But, man, like, he's just so good. good. Also, watch How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. So you can also debate with people online about that. And I wouldn't even say debate, uh, just discuss in a raging fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's okay to be like, that wasn't a good ending, but you can defend it from getting totally devastated. Cause I'm yeah. like, some people I'm like, no, 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 it's not that bad. It's, it's bad. Like, 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 like for me, like, you know how people are like, this just ruins the show as a whole. Like it's not a show ruining it. Yeah. It's not. It's still an amazing ride. Yeah. Like you will like, like it's amazing up until those, like, what is it? The last two episodes. Yeah. But even most of those last two episodes are good. It's literally like the last 20 minutes you're like wait what yeah, yeah yeah it is literally the last 20 minutes that really is just starts like breaking it apart and you're like why did you do this yeah <laughs> and i will say it's not even like it's badly badly written it's just rush and it hurts you mm -hmm. and you're like oh i don't want to be hurt like this and and I know, like, a, a lot of people will, like, a lot of people are, like, uh, some people do use the defense of, like, oh, it was always Robin, you yeah. know? And I can get that from, like, the idea of, like, this romanticized love -telling, telling aspect. But also, um, there's a there's a podcast I've been listening to recently. It's called The Mothership Podcast. Okay. It's really good. Uh, it's a couple of YouTubers that uh, do, like, film and television reviews. Oh, okay. So, like, like professionally. So it's uh if if you guys know these YouTubers, it's like Friendly Space Ninja. He's fucking great. He does some great video stuff on uh, a lot of like uh, TV. Uh, Amanda the Jedi, she's awesome. And then like a couple of other people like Bruno, and then like another person. Um, and they just they just shoot the shit about like you know like film and television. And it's all fun because they'll sometimes all have the same opinion on stuff. Sometimes they'll have different opinions, but they give you different insight on things you didn't think about before. Yeah. And Amanda uh, gave like some like said something. I was like, you know what? Yeah, kind of because like she was just like um, Ted did not deserve Robin, but also Robin did not deserve Ted. Yes, that's been my whole like like. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. She was like, it was weird and it was dumb that they got together because they didn't deserve each other. Yeah. 
And it's just like like they weren't right for each other at all. I will no give, matter how badly they like wanted it to work. The only thing I will say is like I agree with that. That's the pre that's the theme of the whole show. But I will add this. Victoria isn't just meant to be like, oh, she's back. Mm -hmm. Um when Victoria first met Ted, she was perfect for Ted. Mm -hmm. That what should have been the choice. That's why if it didn't make it to season two, the series was going to end with Victoria as the mother. Okay. Victoria was at, I, I remember we talked about how I mentioned mother before. And I talked about the concept of the one, mm -hmm. how it fluctuates. Mm -hmm. um, when Ted met Victoria, she was the one mm -hmm. and he didn't deserve Robin mm -hmm. and Robin didn't deserve him. When he, you know, cheats on her, time moves on, and he reconnects with Victoria. They are different people. Completely different uh, yeah, people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's almost, it's well, it's not almost, it's completely a different relationship. Yes. And they are no longer each other's one. One, yeah. They, because they grew different lives separately. Yeah, you evolve. Yeah. You change. So, my whole thing... Because I've always felt like that. Throughout the show, they don't deserve each other. That's been exactly my thoughts. Mm -hmm. But at the end, I will say this. Maybe. Maybe by then. Maybe. Yeah. But. Yeah. My, my, I, I, I can see that. Like, maybe, like, maybe things change to that point yeah. over time. But the thing about that is we don't see that yeah, as a viewer. Exactly. And the fact that they cram all that into, like, an episode yes. really hurts the show from a storytelling standpoint, or at least like with how they wanted to end that. Yeah. So it's just like, you, we never saw that. We never like visually see the change into that. Like we see these characters grow throughout like nine seasons so we can understand their choices yeah. and things that occur and things that go on with them. But with that situation, it's like, well, I didn't see that. Yeah. So how am I supposed to know that? They, they, like they, it's supposed to be this cutesy romantic thing. You had the, the horn and all that. I was just yeah. like, yeah, but yeah. In my head, the last time I saw these two characters interact, they were not meant to be together. Yeah. The last time we <laughs> saw them interact was, I think, um, the scene where he's showing Penny his uh, the Goliath building. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, or no, just any building. He's talking about the architecture. And she's like, I can see that. And we're like, haha, oh, she's an architect nerd now. Mm -hmm. And then he runs into Robin. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm big now. And they're like, well, good to see you. It, and it was like, there was no tension there. Nothing. So I it was, was just like, like, oh, that's nice. They're I fine. I felt good about that scene until the end. And now when I see that scene, I'm like, are they are they trying to imply like, oh, look who ran into each other. Yeah, which would be silly. Ew. If that's the, it's, it, it, they, they, they really muddied it up. If they really wanted to do that, they probably would have needed another season. Yeah. If, and if they couldn't get another season, the show should have ended with him meeting the girl at the at the train platform. Yeah. It should have ended right there. That, that should a, have been the end. That shot when they're just like, oh, um, I, re I remember you. You're mm -hmm. this person. And they start connecting the dots of all the times they pass. That and they look been each other in the mwah. eye. And it fades, pans out with the rain and the umbrella. If it ended right there, it was Bob's like, Bob's in the background ba, 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 saying, ba. and that, kids, is how, how I met your mother. mother. I'm like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Even if she died already, even if he says like like afterwards, I, I, I would have been like, you know what? I'm fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. If like, <laughs> if like, the, maybe they could have done the work the death, and it would have been really good. If like maybe somewhere in the last episode, he starts saying things, and 
like maybe about Robin. Mm. And then they do the whole like, dad, like you're clearly in love with Aunt Robin. Like we don't need the last scene with Robin in the blue horn. That's oh, cute no, though. Not at all. But they could have been like, you're clearly still in love with mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. Mom died six years ago. It's okay, you can move on and not do the whole, and when your mother got sick, because I feel like that was just like, wait, what? Yeah, no, it was it, so it was so sudden. Yeah. Like I said, they just crammed a they, bunch of shit. They should have done. They should have done a different kind of sudden, where it's mm -hmm. like a line like that, where it's like, "Mom died six years ago." Like, they cut yeah, out. Yeah, like, out Ted's like oh, that's why he's telling the story. Yeah. yeah. Because they want to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then it, it just like, and then he's like, chokes up a bit, and then goes back to the story, and that's where we're there. Yeah, like it would have been perfect. Like, yeah, they 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 fumbled the bag with that. I don't think it ruins the show. It though. doesn't. The show is still fantastic. The moments you see of these characters growing and interacting, and having all these wild moments and adventures, it does not. The ending doesn't ruin any of those experiences. It's just like, eh, why did those two end up together? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like it's one of those things. Like. Eh. <sighs> You'll be mad in the moment, but later you'll be like, yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, it's just, it's just dumb. <laughs> you'll be it over is. it, though. Yeah. But yeah, uh, if you didn't notice already, this is a shoot the shit episode. We yeah. really didn't look up a lot of... I'm sure some stuff happened. Yeah. But we didn't look up a lot. Like, I know some stuff got announced, but I can't remember, like, quite off the top of my head. I, I think we both just kind of got hit by life. Yes. Bulldozed yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of shit. Can I... Here. Also, by the way, since this episode comes out, we were all one of our ideas, well, one of Kyle's ideas of when we could have like, done oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, recorded on Wednesday. I was like, it's four twenty. We can just do a four twenty special. Yeah. <laughs> and I liked. I was gonna go with that idea until I was able to get work off today. Mm -hmm. So this is our pseudo four twenty special. Yeah, technically. Yeah. So here. Okay. Okay. I already forgot. I've been hitting that a bit, so I already forgot what I was about to say. Um. <laughs> Bruh, um, like, oh, yeah, I remember. I want to ask you a question. Yes. Um, how the fuck do you do it, man? Do what? How the fuck do you, like, put, put just, how do you, how are you able to write that well and that often and not want to kill yourself? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I do want to kill myself. <laughs> um, the thing about me writing another random tale now uh is the fact that i've been working on another random tale since around like 2012 2013 yeah like i've had this idea in my head and i've wrote different drafts and done different things with it like over like a, the span of a decade now yeah so like now at this point with this draft i'm like really like feeling it i'm like this is the one this is gonna be the the story and things might change things might get different depending on you know like whatever comments or critiques people have to say about it when i move it forward to a comic setting but the storyline overall this is it this is what it's gonna be and i'm very confident about it i'm very comfortable with it and i'm very happy with it but that's because i've worked on it so long i'm not saying you have to work on aquabug that long yeah. you know different people take different times to do stuff but i've taking the time to do it already but i still have those moments yeah where i like I'm, I'm up late and i'm like i should be asleep but i do want to finish writing this section because if i go to bed now i feel like i'm gonna lose what i, I yeah. have right i uh i will say i had that moment when um 
uh, it's semi-spoilers for Aquabug, but who cares? Might not ever see the light of day. When he meets the angel. Okay. And I was, it was like four in the morning. And I was panicking because I was like, I need to sleep to go in early to, earlier tomorrow. Or I write this out and be up till five. <laughs> Shit. That part was hard. I, it ended up taking up three hours the following night. And it's just maybe a page and a half. Because hmm. it's all how he gets his powers and all that. Um, it's just, maybe maybe it's because I didn't have, like, drafts as much as you did. No, that that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's the thing. I, I, I already have, like, the flow of the story in my head. Yeah. So now I just have to write it down. I'm just, now I'm just oh. deciding, what do people say? That's... What happens here specifically? Yeah. How do I get, I know, like, my point A to my point B. How do we get to the point A to the point B? That, that does make sense because it's, like, when I uh, when Aquabug was first made in 2014, mm. um, it was a full on fucking parody. Like, mm. is it, I'm sure you remember. No, another Red and Tell is gonna be a parody. The fucking <laughs> like, but like, do you remember? I uh, no, I remember you told me the idea. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Kyel has been a big part of Aquabug since its beginning because we would just be sitting there drinking, and I'd be like, "What? All right, all right. So what if this guy like?" He has split personality and then, like, mutates into, like, a, a pair of testicles, like, in a ball sack. And they're just, like, different personalities, but he's, like, the brains behind the operation. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be in there. I've evolved past parody, but I think it's because it was a parody story until, like, maybe three years ago when I was like, wow, there's a lot of elements to this story. I don't think it needs to be a parody, and mm -hmm. I scrapped out everything. Rock and Roll Pterodactyl is not going to be an Aquabug. Ah, that's a bummer, though. He maybe it's a bummer though. Well, that's <laughs> kind of why I decided to throw the tournament arc in there. Is because, oh, so he can maybe show up. Yeah, it's just, well, All not right. just specifically him. A lot of the fucking throwaway characters. That that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Because <laughs> I don't I don't have to write their backstories. I don't. Yeah, have to they can just show up yeah. for the fight, and that'd be it. They're yeah, just one offs. Yeah, I think that's pretty much going to be. It's going to be the pit of that, mm. and then um, initially I was gonna have a blowfish in there because a lot of villains are fish based but i saw a video of um, a grouper and a moray eel like um working together to mm -hmm. fight and i was thinking like that'd be a good one if there if i had a couple tag team fights okay and that that'd be fun <laughs> yeah no like it, it definitely has evolved into something like bigger than what the initial idea was and it's cool to see I uh, I hope we're able to achieve these stories. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. We can like go old school with it too. If we work it out, we can have them release in the same little in the same little mag. That'd be fun. That'd be fun as are fuck. You, are you going? Were you going comic book or are you gonna go book now? Oh no, I'm gonna go comic book. Okay. Like the the it's it's like script note yeah. kind of things. Because I have a bunch of like notes and other like extra little details in there just for me to remember and like reference and look back to yeah while i'm like writing the storyline down so when it is in comic form it's like i have all my info and like every especially once i get like comics comments and critiques and all that stuff yeah i can have all that information down and i can go from there you definitely have yours written more like screenplay and i mm. think that's where i dug myself into a hole because i wrote mine book style even though it's gonna be a comic it's book. it's not that big of a deal like i used to yeah. write another random tale book style too it just depends on like how you feel about it at the time and uh 
Yeah, because another Ren and Tail is going to be a parody too. It's going to be a parody on like, uh, like just anime tropey adventure stuff. Yeah. And then it ended up just becoming more of like a love letter to anime stuff. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is a lot more serious. Yeah. And the only reason why it's called Another Random Tale was be at first I was going to call it Another Random Myth because it was just supposed to be like a fantasy world thing. Yeah. But that like abbreviated his arm. And I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I changed myth to tale. I was like, art. Ah, okay. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally the only reason why it's called art. Just because I was just like, I don't want to call it arm. <laughs> you set yourself up too nicely where um once you're done with the main story if you were like i can expand on this world oh yeah they're all another random tale yeah yeah there's i if, if i feel like going for the idea of going like after like kj's whole storyline is something i have in my head because i kind of have like that whole story mapped out yeah and i'm just like if i have a solid enough idea for it yes i would go past that but I think until I do have a solid enough, if I do have a solid enough storyline for that, after, if we get to that point, I do want to do, like, stuff previously, because there's a lot of, like, history and lore mm. behind the world. Yeah. And uh, I, I finished Volume 1's uh, chapters already, so I'm, like, going to proofread them, and I have, like, extra stuff I'm going to put in, like, character bios, and, like, terms and definitions world map stuff and then like timeline yeah so i'm just gonna add that stuff in and send it out and i'll be like okay this is the final like whole copy so there's like timeline stuff that like mentions certain events that i was like you can make like a short arc out of this yeah or, like out of that just to go over like big events and there's like you know big people like in the world like the world's first bounty hunter and another random tale like i could do like a storyline about his adventures and what led to that <laughs> so i i've always like had like kind of like yeah. side ideas planned if i get to that point it's, I feel like it's, um, that's why I keep sending you, like, random, like, things where I'm like, oh, if I get to this point and I decide this, like, mm -hmm. I, I, pretty much you've been my, like, hey, is this idea good, like, kind of, kind dude, of guy. Dude, do, do, do what you think is right. Um, write it down, make an idea out of it, and if it doesn't work out, oh, well, it didn't work out, but what, you tried. What I've noticed is working on, like, potential side ideas or, like, what if it happened this way mm -hmm. does help for the lore building, because I will give myself this basing mine on the planet we live in mm -hmm. makes lore so easy. Oh, yeah. Because I, I can just be like, hey, remember that moment in history? That was it's that guy. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's so fucking simple. Yeah, I, I, you get a new appreciation when you write like a, a story in like a different world because mm -hmm. it's like, God damn, dude, they really just wrote a fucking whole history. Yeah. Because I'll be writing this I'm like, fuck, dude, people really did write whole fucking world histories like Shinobi world history in Naruto. I'm like, that's yeah. that's like a thing yeah. in itself. <laughs> that's um, One Piece. Oh, oh fuck, fuck all that. that. That's a big ass. Like I, I do, but I do have a timeline, like fully, fully, fully made up. And when uh, when I add it to the volume, and you you can see it. It goes by um, every like thousand years. Okay. So like it'll be like from this to this in that thousand year span. Boom! This is everything that happened. Everything notable that happened. Because uh, there's reasons why the the history is only like a couple thousand years. It'll be like explained in the timeline, but I don't want to explain it in story because in my head I'm like, that would be common knowledge to people. Yeah. Like why would they end up discussing this unless it's like some like big big fancy like big brain lore that yeah. you would have to bring up? Like why would I bring up like a general topic in conversation that would feel so like 
unnatural. Yeah. So it's just like, you don't really need this stuff in story. You could just make the timeline so people can better understand, like, oh, yeah. world background stuff. And then it always helps if, like, you get down the line in the story and you're like, wait, this is kind of similar to this event here. Mm -hmm. Let me just tie that together. Yeah, you can correlate it. Like, um, match it up. Like, one thing I thought of was when I was writing um, the first couple chapters of Aquabug, I thought about um, the first Aquabug um, and him at the end of the prologue going into the water to handle the business he was going to handle mm -hmm. with the, I'll say it, the Garden of Eden and the <laughs> apple. Um, he's going to hide it. It ends there and it's presumed that he dies there. Mm. But I had to sit there and I typed out on my phone what I think the events happened so far. Okay. I don't know if it's ever going to get mentioned, but okay. I was like, I need to know what that went down in there. Mm. Yeah, 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 just for you, yeah. It's kind of that kind of stuff. And then it's also always nice to kind of have, like, an air of mystery. I used to, like, because I'm the type of person that, like, I, I overthink to an extreme degree. So, <laughs> like, when I get into something, I, I need to know everything about that world and that story. And, like, every question needs to be answered and every stone needs to be unturned and all that shit. So I'll be, like, watching videos, watching theory videos, looking up information, all that good shit. And it's like some things are just mysteries. Some things are not ever going to get an answer in like a story. But that's okay if you write it well enough because yeah. some things in the real world are just never going to be answered. Yeah. Whether it be within our lifetime or just ever in history. So it's just like some things in another random tale, like some things about the world and the lore, are not going to get a definitive answer. But I made sure like... It's not stuff that's gonna be like, well, what the fuck, bro? Like yeah. that, like, like it's stuff that like you don't really need an answer to. Yeah. Like there'll be theories about it and ideas about it that you can make up or that'll be within the story. But some things don't need an answer just because I feel like if I gave it an answer, it wouldn't be satisfying enough. Like the answer, like like if I was just like, this is the definitive truth of this. Yeah. It would be lackluster to a lot of people. Because you can't satisfy everyone, and sometimes it's just like you can just leave that up to interpretation. Do you do you have any non-spoiler moments of that where you did where you're like, well, this is it. I don't know if I'll ever say that, but this um, is okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can make this non-spoilery because it's within the timeline. The reason why the timeline's only a few thousand years is because this planet, the planet Terra, in this world. Uh, it got hit by this meteorite, right? Like, you know, like yeah. dinosaur wiping meteorite kind of idea. Mm -hmm. But this meteorite has some kind of special properties to it. It's called the rainbow meteorite. It glitters like different colors and all that good shit. And it, uh, whatever properties that mineral, uh, that meteorite is made out of, it like drastically accelerated intelligent life. So like oh, humans okay. and animals. That's why like uh, civilizations were able to spring up faster, which is why like history is only recorded within like a span of 3,000 years so far and like anything before year zero they don't know about so they don't know how long the planet has been around since before year zero yeah so that's why that is and that leads to like different powers and abilities being made all based and off like the, the rainbow too, right hmm? is that how the animen oh and animen aren't in the story anymore oh no yeah 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 I, I cut a lot of stuff down. So Violet's still kind of like that, like like that rabbit person yeah. kind of thing. But that's like her presence ability. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted you. I was just like. No, no, no. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. Just like clicking my head. I'm like, wow, that's so. I, yeah, I, I yeah. Because I, really... I remember I, I had all that stuff, and I'm just like, this is like, 
kind of a lot and I could roll with it or I could like streamline it to one thing. So pre cause so I just took the idea of presence and the idea of all these other abilities and kind of made them one thing. Just so it's more streamlined. I like that. No, yeah. that's, wow, that's and so it makes cooler. it it makes it easier to digest when it's one solid power system. Yeah. And so but everything like every like special ability and things like that within the world of another random tale sprang up from the rainbow meteorite. That's why these things exist. Why people have the ability over aura is because of that. And so the origins of the rainbow meteorite and like what it is and where it came from and why is it here is kind of like that big question, which is why there's like the, the unitheist church within another random tale. Cause they believe it's either like a piece of God or it was sent by God. If there is one, you know, stuff like that. Or is it just some rock from space? If not where it came from the question of the rainbow meteorite, like what exactly it is. I don't think I'm ever going to give a definitive answer to because I feel like whatever answer I would give it would not be quite satisfactory. It's just one of those things. It's just like, this just happened to hit the planet and this is what happened. Okay. You know, like, yeah. you know, Earth is technically a thing of chance. Yeah. Like the fact that we're sitting here right now recording a podcast is all because of chance. Yeah. Honestly, all because a fucking rock hit the Earth. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. shit just happens. <laughs> like, Dude, that's so much cooler than mine. <laughs> Is, is one of those things like Dude. some questions about it will be answered like some bits about it will get some answers but the overall of like what exactly is it i don't, I don't think i'm gonna give an it, answer it, to it would be more like how it affected humanity and the the earth will be explained but where it came from like no nah, yeah 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 like like, like specifically what it is where it came from why is it here like all of that um you can interpret that for yourself yeah i i i like that because uh no, I, I really like that. It's very creative. I, and it, I applaud you. Oh, thank you. That was really good. <laughs> I, I really like that. It's, it's one of those things where I felt like it's not like a major... Like, even though it like gets events of the world flowing because, you know, that's what springs aura into existence in the world. It's not something that's like going to be heavy story prevalent. It's just yeah. like that's the origins of like why people possess these abilities now. Yeah. Because aura evolves over time. So there's different generations of like different abilities depending on what time period you lived in. Okay. Which I do explain in the timeline too. That's cool. So presence is like technically like a fourth gen thing. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So in that span of a thousand years, like from the year 2001 to like the story of another end until like KJ stories starts in 2098. Mm. So presence has been around during this time period but before that it was something else it was something a little more primitive okay before that it was something a little more primitive it's like and then first gen is just aura by itself so it probably goes from like homon to stardust crusader stands <laughs> to like... just instead of like every arc being something different it's just like it'd be like a whole separate story once after i'm done telling yeah DJ's story exactly so when you get to like when i do like other like past story events like historical events they won't have presence because presence didn't exist yet. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I'm excited to see what just like flat out aura is. Cause that's, I feel like it's going to be a violent one. <laughs> <laughs> just people killing each other. It's, with their fists. it's yeah. Yeah. Dude. When you, when you read the timeline, it's there's, there's some info. There's also some lore drop in the uh, chapter 10 when okay. you get there. Yeah. So, all right. I'm it, excited it's, to read it's it. fun, bro. I, I have a good time making it. 
do you do you want to know what my little uh, <laughs> fact that I answered, but I don't know if it'll ever be or, like brought up? Go for it. Oh, uh, I was like, why are my demons fish? <laughs> and besides the fact that I just think fish are really and like all the creatures of the deep are really fucking cool. I meant to be a marine biologist, but uh, that shit was too hard for me. I just like looking at the creatures, <laughs> so it became a hobby. I somewhat regret that, but um, you could have been like Jotaro. Yeah, I could have been Jotaro, dog. <laughs> but I like dolphins. Uh, oh no, but you know I don't like dolphins. And but Loki, Loki, but Haiki, fuck dolphins. That <laughs> I get. I genuinely think that if we were to be taken over by an animal, it would be the dolphins. An octopus. Yeah. yeah. In octopus. Hey, I don't give a fuck, man. Those things are scary. There's one movie. The moment those motherfuckers walk land, it is over for humanity. You should watch um my octopus teacher. Do I want to though? Um, it's a <laughs> cute story about an octopus. It's a really sad story. It might help you if you ever. You know want what? To. Though you know I don't give a fuck about those things. Bro. No, it's a good one. I love. I don't care. No, I, I love the world. No, no, I no. love nature. I, don't, I do not fuck with those things. I, I know. And guess what? You're not going to walk away from that documentary being like, I, I appreciate the octopi now. Mm-hmm. No, you're still going to hate octopus, but that one, that one is going to hurt you. Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> you should watch, watch it. it. It's on Netflix. I'll it's really it. fucking I'm like, good. So far, the closest thing you, you ever get me feeling emotional for about that, maybe yeah. like Kuro-sensei you, from fucking Assassin. But he's not really an octopus. He just kind of had the tentacle thing going yeah. on. <laughs> See, um, what you need to do in order to accelerate and fuel your hatred of the things is to empathize with them first. You need to realize you that. You know what? That's facts, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, my explanation for why demons are fish is, well, there's demons all over the place. That's it. Demons could be humans. Demons could be monkeys. And then I was like, oh, if I ever go past this, maybe it's like, oh, I have the beasts of inequity. They're all fish based. Maybe it's like the beasts of solitude or something. It's like a fucking orangutan. Like, I don't fucking know, but I don't orangutan. It's not as fucking cool as a Rainbow meat, right? <laughs> <laughs> Took a lot of thinking. No, I can tell that was really well done. It, it's it's it, it was a fun idea. The I'm like, my... it was a different idea entirely before. Oh yeah, what was it before? Okay, so but like way 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 back in the original draft. So the idea of like having like presence abilities was like exclusively the first like supernatural like ability in the world, and that didn't happen until like. You know, uh, the first generation of bounty hunters. That thing always was a thing. Bounty hunters are a lot more important in another random tale. In previous drafts, they kind of like aren't as important because KJ isn't a bounty hunter. Mary Jane is, and that's like something very like mm. specific to her character. But it's it's not m- much on the forefront because that's not KJ's goal now. Yeah. Because I don't see a reason why it needs to be. So I was just like, eh, there's no reason for him to do that. But um. The idea was there's a lot of wars that go on and then during this particular war there was research going on to make super soldiers and the experiment went wrong so like whatever they were making kind of like infused with the atmosphere and started mutating most of the population so most of the population ended up getting these things known as presents. This would bring a rise to criminal activity because bad people would get these abilities and that's what led to the first bounty hunter 
doing his first bounty hunter things. And that was the idea of it. And it meant like this kind of like world of like bounty hunters and criminals and stuff. But it's it slowly becomes something else. That still happens. Like criminals become on the rise when presence becomes more of the evolutionary thing. But there's other uh, organizations and factors that go on in the world now. But that was the original draft. It was like a science uh, research thing gone wrong. I like that. But I, I, So I like there were going to be more. some people that weren't going to have presence. Like a very small... Kind of like, you know, the whole quirk thing. Like yeah. there's a small population of people in the world who don't have quirks. Yeah. That's how it was kind of going to be. There's exactly. a very small pop, like even in, like early drafts, like early ideas before I even like wrote a draft. Like I was like, well, what if KJ didn't have a presence ability? And I'm like, you know what? No, I kind of want to give him a presence ability. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like I, I, I mold over a lot of ideas, but one thing that always stayed true for every draft is uh, KJ, Mary Jane, and Violet have always been characters. They were like the first three initial characters I thought of for the story, and they are like kind of the least changed since the first draft like they have changes like with their motivations and like character arcs that i planned out but overall character like they're they're kind of consistently the same thing a lot of other characters have changed been moved around to like maybe like lesser character status but they're still important in the world yeah like uh one of the main characters blair she didn't get written she didn't exist until like my second actual draft and i was just like i kind of want a different character that does this and this and that's why i wrote blair in in the original draft, Blair did not exist. Interesting. Yeah. And now she's the main character. She's, like, one of the more important characters now. That's um, how I feel about uh, Guinea Pig. <laughs> he wasn't made until I got him. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. Um, <laughs> so, I, I want to I give you his little backstory. So, basically, he was a guinea pig, in a sense. Mm-hmm. He was the one, like lab tested yeah it's one of the like i'm gonna say this a lot of aquabug's backstories are very um i keep my parody in there mm-hmm. like legion i mean uh paladin he fell from the sky um other things i don't want to spoil but um guinea pig we know lab tested i have some characters that fall into vats like it happens yeah. but so he gets lab tested with a lot of stuff and he kind of becomes smart he becomes intelligent, but he's still a little guinea pig, and he figures out how to escape. Okay. And in his escape, he accidentally falls. I don't know if he's going to fall into a vat, or if something's going to spill on him, or if he's going to get hit with something. I haven't figured that out yet. Mm-hmm. But something happens in that where he ga- grows to, like, big giant size. Go- but he's not, yeah, like, sure. like going to destroy the city giant. He's like, he could be sitting down on the bed right here. Like, oh, okay. chilling with us. Yeah. And but he's adorable. He's just a guinea pig, but he's highly intelligent. And because I thought about it, as I was watching my guinea pigs run around, they're fucking fast as shit. Like they fucking zoom in circles, like tight circles too. Small little circles they can run. So I was like, this guy can like be running and quickly like dodge. Okay. Um (laughs) when they popcorn, they inspiration comes from anything, remember that guys. When they popcorn, they like jump up and like their legs, their limbs fly everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, he could do that. He can like run at someone, jump up, and just go pop, pop, like real quick. Yeah. He's going to be like not super strong, but he's going to be like fast. Yeah, like he has other aspects that oh, round out his character. I didn't want a speedster at all in the story of Aquabook. And then I made one, but he's not a speedster. So I'm, I'm content. <laughs> I actually... I, I thought of a funny... I... <laughs> Look... <laughs> 
you you could make a speedster, right? Just like a generic speedster character, but before he gets to do anything, he's bragging too much and he gets shot and killed. Thank you. Because <laughs> um like immediately and it's just like that's it. There's no more speedsters. I, I've realized that my um final the the sixth arc mm-hmm. that eventually was like, well, it might be the seventh. I realized I when I get there, it might be a ninja war. Okay. So I might even. So it'll last two years. It'll you know, be a couple hundred chapters. Kagi is gonna pull up. <laughs> depending on how I am when I get to that point, it might be the end of Aqua Book. Mm. It might be something else. Okay. But I don't know yet. But because I have a lot of characters that like that's where the joke, that's where I'm gonna throw my parody in. Okay. There because the plan is when the final conflict happens. Um, the seven. Uh, whatever's left of the Legion at that point and any other main characters are essentially leaders of groups okay. of other heroes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it is so, kind of like the Shinobi War, yeah. <laughs> it's just a way, like, eventually characters will merge. Like, mm-hmm. basically, by the end, um, it's going to start off like that. It's going to quickly fall apart mm-hmm. uh, because I'll say this, there's going to be Kaiju. The Legion is going to have to handle the Kaiju. So those groups, those like the high tier groups, end up getting left alone. Mm-hmm. The speedster would fit perfect in group <laughs> the first group because uh, I'm gonna have them alphabetical. Yeah, I mentioned uh, uh, to you too, like because I'm never gonna include like the lower ones because those are gonna just be yeah, random the heroes. Z. Yeah, I, I th- feel like it would be fun to make an AU about Group Z. That'd be funny as fuck. Yeah, yeah I would like that. <laughs> like I, I would be like the most useless ship, but they're there to help. Like. Maybe there's a cave. Like, if I make it a story or a D&D campaign. But mm. um, if I make it a story or even have him as a, another member of Group Z um, where it's like, yeah, I can light up intensely bright on the tip of my pointer finger. And it's like, oh, he might be useful in the caves later. Where it's like... <laughs> <laughs> but Now um, we can see. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm... Thank you. I actually really wanted to talk to you about your process a bit because I have... Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. It, it's, it's all trial and error. Honestly, you just you just sit down, you write, you're like, I like this, and then maybe later you don't like it, and that's okay. Sometimes you don't like something later, and sometimes you're like, it's time for a change, and you think about it for a really long time, and then you're just like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna yeah. go through with the change, and you feel better for it. I uh, I hope you like chapter two of Aquabug. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it soon. I'll oh. probably read it on my days off. Uh, there's a, not a lot of certain descriptors. And things that I want to add to it, but it was just I was sitting on those sentences for so long. Oh, no, I, like, I get I need you. To move on. I've been there, bro. I will tell you this. When a certain character steps through a portal and they walk into a different place completely, mm-hmm. I didn't name drop it, but it is known as the Realm Between. Okay. It does not exist. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was, that was, <laughs> that was a fun chat. Yeah, yeah. I like chat. <laughs> that was cool. I yeah. love that. Um, High five, man. Fuck yeah. We finally talk about ourselves. <laughs> right? <laughs> Expect to never hear that again. Anyhow, <laughs> um, I want to... I've been re-watching the MCU recently. But before I talk about that, I want to drop a few things that I think are notable and worth watching. Uh, Ranking of Kings. I said last podcast I was going to get into watching that because the season had finished. So on Wednesday, that Wednesday, that following Wednesday, I was like... Yeah, 
won't fold in my laundry. I watched like you know like the first two episodes. I watched that whole season, Ryan. Oh yeah. I watched that. Whole, I watched all twenty three episodes that day. Oh shit. It is so fucking good. Are they twenty like the twenty three minute episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, oh, it's anime little... episodes. Yeah. Oh, oh, true. It was anime. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking good, bro. I don't want to talk about it too deep because I don't want to spoil it. But just to let you know, like the the basic plot, the basic outline of it, it's set in a world where uh, kings are measured by uh, their their deeds on and off the battlefield, kind of idea like that. So there's a ranking in the king system. Uh, there's one particular kingdom ruled by this giant, like a literal giant, and then he has two sons. His oldest son is named Boji. Uh, he is very very small. He's supposed to be, I think, like, in his early teens. But he's, like, super, super tiny. Like, he looks like a toddler, kind of. And he has, like, absolutely no strength. Like, he's supposed to be a giant. You know, both of his parents are giants. Yeah. Uh, he's also deaf, and he cannot talk. This is our main character. This is our hero. Oh, my God. You are going, going to root for this little nigga every fucking episode, I promise you. You will be rooting for this kid. Oh my. I have never seen like, yes, you can fucking do it. Does he just grunt? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Oh my God. He's he's so, (laughs) he's so cool. And like people like kind of like, uh, a lot of like the other characters like kind of treat him like a baby and like a child. Like, uh, he runs around the kingdom and people don't take him seriously because, you know, he can't speak, he can't hear, he's super small, his dad's like this big stature of a man. They're like, how is he going to ever be king and this and that? But he, he wants to be king. Like, he's like, I'm going to be king after my dad. I'm the firstborn. Like, that's the whole thing. But nobody really believes he can because of his disability. So it's kind of like ableist in a sense. Oh. And also, like, they, everyone in the, most of like the, the higher level king corp, like the big four, like, guards... And the queen, who's technically a stepmom, his uh, mom, who was the actual giant, passed away. You find out things as the series unfolds. They they know sign language, so they speak to him with sign language. But when they're not trying to speak to him, they'll just talk normally. They don't know he can read lips. Oh. So he hears oh. everyone when they talk. He knows everyone talks shit on him, and he still like carries that burden and acts like he didn't hear them or didn't know what they said. And it's just like, oh, God, bro. And, like, he's smart. He's a normal kid. Like, he's he's intelligent. It's just the fact that he can't speak and he can't hear. So, like, they kind of treat him as less because of that. And they want to, like, take care of him. They, they, they don't mean it in, like, a malicious way altogether. Like, they want to take care of him and make sure he's safe because he's so, like, small. He is weaker. He doesn't have any physical strength. But... He can, he, he's smart. He understands things like a normal person would. So his, the whole storyline is basically him trying to, you know, prove himself and learn to fight and this and that. I don't want to get too, there's yeah. a lot, there's like, you know, some shady shit going behind the scenes of the kingdoms and other background storyline things. Um, but Boji is the main character. He meets up with this other character who's kind of like his, his right hand man. He's like, yeah, you got this kid. His name is Kage. Kage is a part of this uh, group called the Shadow Clan, and he's literally like this black puddle kind of thing with like eyes. And they used to be assassins for a different kingdom, but they they kind of got a uh, some shit happened. He's like the last surviving member, and he's been like scavenging ever since. He runs in the Boji, 
And he's like, now give up your clothes real smooth. And Boji's just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and it's just like, why'd you do that, kid? And like, Boji doesn't really have people to talk to. So he considers Kage a friend at that point. Mm -hmm. And that's how they form their bond. And he starts believing in him. He's like, yeah, you can do this shit, bro. So Kage's like, Kage's like us. Oh. You're just like always rooting for him. Oh, You're just like, fuck. yeah, bro. I'm, it's, I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold. Uh, the animation's very kind of like a uh, cartoonish, like old school, like fairy tale looking. Okay. And some people got put off by that. I know a lot of people were like, oh, it doesn't look. It, it works in the animation, like the fluidity of like the fights when it does get like into the action. So good. It looks so fucking good. Okay. Uh, the characters are, are all fun and unique. It, it, it's just a lot to enjoy. And everyone should watch it. But also, you should know, the studio said, don't expect a season two for maybe about, like, three years. But I still think you should watch it. Because it's really fucking good. It's really fucking good. And the openings, both of them slap. The first opening slaps. It's it. The first opening slaps. The second opening hits you right in the feels. Especially when you're reading the lyrics. Oh. I'm just like, oh my fucking god, it's about Bochi. <laughs> like, I was reading them, and I was like, it's about oh, Bochi. Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be rooting for Helen Keller the whole way. Oh man. my. <laughs> it's so good, dude. Cut you... that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not cutting it. I know. Oh man, you're, you'll, you'll love it, dude. It's so good. Highly recommend it. I know a lot of people probably already watched it because the season's been over for a few weeks. But it's it's really fucking good. I love it. Shit, okay. Uh, another thing to shout out. Spy X Family. Their first episode aired earlier. Uh, or late last week, technically. I think it aired on Saturday or Sunday before this recording. Um, very good first episode. It's, it's fun. It's going to be a fun story. Pretty much what I said in that synopsis last podcast, that's kind of what got laid out. In episode two, they're getting the wife. Okay. So I don't know what's happening yet, because I don't think episode two... It comes out this weekend. It's either tomorrow or Sunday it comes out. Uh, very good. So if, you, if you're trying to jump onto something this season that isn't too far in, so you can talk about it with your friends, Spy X Family is the show. It's fun. It has some cool action in it. It's, it's funny. This poor little telepath girl... <laughs> oh my god I, I just want to make sure she's safe <laughs> this poor little orphan <laughs> I, I I love it dude it, it's good it's really good so check out Spy X Family too if you're if you're looking for something to binge Ranking of Kings if you're looking for something to watch week by week right now Spy X Family catch it uh, lastly the, the, the toy animation hack debacle has seemingly come to a conclusion uh, tomorrow of this recording on the 16th, Dragon Quest is back. Dragon Quest Adventure of Die, episode 63, or 73, I'm sorry, uh, airs on the 16th. So tonight at midnight of this recording on the 15th, we'll get episode 73. I believe Digimon Ghost Game and One Piece both come back on the 17th. So it's been six weeks. Yeah. It's been a minute. Uh, it's been uh, three podcasts. <laughs> it's been three podcasts, yes. So I don't know where One Piece left off because I don't I don't watch the anime for One Piece. Uh, I know Digimon Ghost Game kind of ended on a good point for it. If there was going to be a hiatus, it was kind of like cliffhanger. And it was like, ooh, what's happening? Ooh. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, it ended out. on that, you know, when I showed you that clip yeah. of uh, Guru Sugamamon, like, fucking wrecking that bitch? Yeah. That's that's the last episode we got before oh. the hiatus. Oh, that, that was, worked out perfectly. Yeah, so I was just like, yeah, that was good. And there was some, like, cliffhanger-y, like, uh, talk going on at the end, very end of that episode. And then Dragon Quest Die, I was just like, fuck it, man. I'm just trying to wait for them to get to these last 25 episodes. This is about to be crazy. Uh... I won't spoil it, but a, a character that we haven't seen in a very long time in the anime makes a return. I'm not going to say who he or she is, but a character we have not seen in an extremely long time. Someone that you thought you'd probably never see again in the story is making their return in 73. By the looks of what the trailer for episode 73 was six weeks ago, six weeks ago I'm like, oh, they're showing up. They pull it up. It's about to go down. If People anything, are going to lose their minds. If anything, it could be at the end of the episode. Yeah, right at the end, just like, ooh. <laughs> I'm so hyped, dude. It's so good. I love Dragon Quest. That is, that is like shonen, classic shonen at its finest right there. Classic adventure shonen. I, I wish I had a clicker so I could have clicked every time you said classic shonen at its finest when talking about Dragon Quest. <laughs> That's what it is. I know, I know. It's like, it's. From it what is, you show me, I'm like, yeah, 100%. It is classic shonen at its fucking finest. It it's is so fucking click. just fantastic. You're just like, this is how you write that type of shit, man. It is so fun. The final battle animated is going to go crazy. I am so excited. So the, the hack is over. And we do have a release date for Dragon Ball Super Superhero. The new release date is june 11th i believe that's oh, okay. when it's coming it's supposed to come out this month i believe it should have already been out before the delay yeah so june 11th is the new release date for dragon ball super superhero so in japan we don't know when it's coming out for the rest of the world can we just call it dragon ball superhero no like you because and me. no because they decided to do that so now i have to call them out i'm, I'm i think it's dumb too but out of y'all wanted laziness. to call it dragon ball super superhero i'm just like all right your stupid ass name. <laughs> Out of pure laziness, I'm just gonna call it superhero. It, it, I'm not even gonna put Dragon that Ball. That was literally perfect. Dragon Ball superhero. Yeah. That would have been literally. I mean, we get it. It would have been a play on. This is my boycott. I'm dropping the Dragon Ball super of it. I'm just gonna be like, hey, have you have you seen superhero yet? <laughs> have you seen superhero? <laughs> That's what they get. Oh man, we get to see fucking Ultimate Gohan back in action. Yeah. And debut Piccolo with jaundice. Bro, it's the best. It's, <laughs> it's the best PS5 game you're never gonna play. Right. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the last thing we're gonna talk about is the MCU. So yeah, recently I've been uh, putting my Disney Plus subscription to work, and I've been watching uh, all the MCU uh, in order of not phases, but chronological timeline. So I've been watching the movies in order of timeline of events as they happen in the MCU. Uh, I'm saying movies right now because I haven't gotten to the shows yet. I'm, I'm not at Infinity War yet. I have one more movie before Infinity War. I got to do Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then we're at Infinity War in Endgame. And then um, I believe it's Spider-Man uh, No Way Not Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man Far From Home is right after that. Which will kind of be cool because... I already watched it recently, uh, but I'll watch it again just to, to refresh myself. And I like watching them in order, especially because uh, 
I recently rewatched Homecoming, so it's it'll be nice to hit boom, 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 and then we'll get into the the shows, and then Eternals. I haven't seen Eternals, so I'll, I'll give my opinions on to everyone says that shit is mid, so <laughs> it'll probably be some mid, yeah. but I'll still watch it because uh, I'm I'm going to the whole thing. I've watched everything. It's it's, and it's been a trip. It's been a trip to see. So um, hopefully I don't forget anything. But I've seen. Uh, the first one in the timeline is Captain America, the first Avenger. I'm going to lay this out for you right now. Go for it. Of all the movie, uh, MCU movies, because I haven't watched any of the recent shows. I haven't watched any of the shows, period. Yeah. Um, but for all the MCU... Except the first night of, episode of Moon Knight. Same with me. But I'm going to wait until I catch all the way up and then yeah. watch Moon Knight. I, um, what is it? I, uh, I haven't seen... This is the movies I haven't seen. Iron Man three, it's Cap- okay. Captain Marvel, it's um, it's good. Ant Man and the Wasp, haven't seen it. And Eternals, haven't seen it. So yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp is gonna be my first time seeing it. Eternals will be my first time seeing it. And- Captain Marvel, when I watched it, that was the second movie I watched on my my binge. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I I, I think some of the the people complaining, I think some of you are just kind of misogynistic. That movie is not bad, and it wasn't very like over like let's be feminist at all it was just Captain Marvel it was fine hmm. it's it's above okay it's okay. good you know That's what I what mean I figured it was it's I, good it's it's right there I knew a lot of the comments were from those kind of people which is why you should see the Batman because <laughs> spoiler alert the Riddler is a fucking incel oh like, fuck <laughs> yeah I love it <laughs> like, let's do it um but well, he doesn't say anything like that, but you can tell. Yeah, you it's like, oh, this is like, an incel. Yeah. This is an incel insert. <laughs> but, um, no, it's like, I knew a lot of those comments were like that. I just didn't have a huge desire to see it. No, I, I think a lot of people didn't. And um, I, I say, if you haven't watched it yet and you have Disney+, Plus, like, you don't have to go out of your way to see it at this point. I say go ahead and watch it. It's okay. It's good. It is good. It is, you know, it's fine. I do appreciate seeing, like, Nick Fury and, and Captain Marvel, like, oh, okay, yeah, these people are definitely friends. Through this movie, they definitely developed a friendship. And I can understand why at the, the end credit scene of Cat. Also, <laughs> I was telling Ryan, what is a trip? I know what happens in the MCU, so I'm fine. But I was like, I was telling Ryan, I was like, imagine... If a person had never seen the fucking MCU, <laughs> didn't know a thing about it, and they're like, I'm going to watch it in timeline order. So then they watch Captain America, because that's the first thing on the timeline, the first Captain America movie. And then you get the end credit scene of him, you know, punching the punching bag off. Yeah. And then it's it hints at the Avengers. But you should have general knowledge of the Avengers. Yeah. You're just like, oh, he'll return to new Avengers. That's something to look forward to. Okay, yeah. cool. Second movie, Captain Marvel. You get to the end credit scene, it's Captain Marvel and some chick you've never fucking seen before, right? And they're in some building, and they're just watching populations around the world fucking drop. Because this is post-snap, but they don't say snap in the end credit scene. Yeah. So you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Why are they panicking? And then Captain Marvel shows up, and she's like, where's Fury? And that's the end. And you won't know shit until you get to Infinity War. I feel like they could have benefited... <laughs> If, if when the MCU hits a point, I feel like they could benefit from, like, making a timeline st- streaming playlist where they, like, no, take... They, 
and oh, but when they take the end credit scenes out, yeah, because they have a, them. they have a pre pre uh, 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 playlist for the chronological order. Yeah, but they don't they don't. But I kind of like it because imagine that like <laughs> feeling of like dread as you're just like, what the fuck was that? And you keep watching movies and it's never fucking addressed, and you're like, what the fuck? What's that? I, I remember <laughs> what you said about it too, and it sounds like it would even work in that because by then you've only seen Captain America and Captain Marvel, and they're two of the three main characters that are in the thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you're just like, who the fuck is this this chick? And that works. Who's that black guy? <laughs> that, that actually works because, uh, oh yeah, there's four, but um, it actually works because two movies later. You meet the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're just like, oh, this is it. Yeah. This is the mo No, it's no. not. <laughs> you're just kind of... You're kind of... No, Iron Man 2 even comes out before Avengers in Timeline Order. No, that's what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, I meant. Right. Because it's Iron yeah, Man and then Iron Man 2. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're, right. <laughs> you're just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> So yeah, uh, Captain Marvel's good. Uh, then the first Iron Man, classic. Classic. Uh, I think out of all the Origins movies, that one is still the best. Yeah. Out of down. everything I've watched, because I don't have any more Origin movies left. The only competitor is Ant-Man, in my opinion. Ant-Man was great. It's such a good I texted Ryan movie. when I was watching, I was like, yeah, because it was like my second or third time watching it this time. Yeah. And I was like, Ant-Man is a high-tier fucking MCU I'm going to be honest with you. The only time I've seen it is when you and me saw it in theaters with a couple that was, friends. That was my first time seeing it, and yeah. I still hold that movie in high regards. It's really good. They did a great <laughs> really fucking... Good. They did a great fucking job. Yeah, that's, Ant-Man is great. That's why out of all the movies I haven't seen, I'm only mad at myself about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Wasp. Yeah, I am too, because I really liked Ant-Man, and I yeah. liked like the little like cliffhanger to like, a wasp, all yeah. right, oh, yeah, was... fuck yeah. Did you know, fun fact, fun fact, uh, because of Ant-Man's delay... Because it was supposed to be in the phase one. Mm. Oh, it was. But they, um, I, I think that it was. That would have been different. It was the director of Scott Pilgrim, I believe. And there was a lot of clashes oh. in how the story would go. So it got put into semi-development hell. That would have been so di That would have changed so much the if Ant-Man was in phase one. Guess what? The Wasp would have been regardless of ant-man also by the way the wasp was supposed to be one of the main characters of avengers she was going to be introduced in avengers and she was going to like be like the main focus of that movie what the original casting of the wasp was okay. zoe deschanel what there is that would have been so fucking weird. There is a timeline where the rest of New Girl doesn't exist because she commits to the MCU. What? The, <laughs> that's so fucking. That's so weird. That'd be so weird. Like thinking, I don't even know how it would go because we're not in that timeline. But like yeah. thinking of it, like that's so fucking weird. Because I really like Avengers. That's the loss. I I I really enjoy her. Um, so it's just like, Zoe Deschanel, huh? Like, that would have been different. Yeah. That would have been really, that would have been so, so fucking. Because when you look at Wasp currently, Zoe Deschanel could not be that Wasp. Yeah. <laughs> like, not yeah. that one. Not that one. Yeah. That one's just like, I'll beat your ass, nigga. <laughs> What's up, bruh? <laughs> so my dad think you can rob this motherfucker? That I can't rock. What? All right. 
I'm gonna beat your ass. Oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, so Captain America. Captain America's good. Captain America holds up. Yeah, it I, does. I, it's 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 a solid movie. Captain Marvel, solid movie. Yeah. Iron Man, fucking fantastic. That's the best movie in the Iron Man trilogy, hands down. I will hands never down. let that go. Well, it doesn't I, have much competition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. I don't hate Iron Man 2. Oh, I loved it when I saw it as a kid. It's fun. It's still a good ride even now, watching yeah. it as a grown man. It's not that good. It's <laughs> not that good. It's, 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 yeah. The action is like, wowee. But then like when they're talking, you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I feel like it's trying too hard. Yeah. And it's not bad. Like I said, again, it's not bad. But it's like, come on, man. Iron Man 1, and also, thinking of the other twos, I mean, it, it curb stomps Thor Dark World. Thor Dark World is oh, fucking yeah. awful. Uh, Winter Soldier is the best Captain America movie. Hands yes, down. hands down. Hands fucking down. Hands fucking down. So it's just like, it's in the middle. It's good. And then we got Thor in that timeline. Thor is not as bad as I remembered it to be. It's still not great. Yeah. But it's still like... Yeah, that was cool. Do you do you remember how edgy they made Hawkeye at first? Yeah, that <laughs> was kind of cool with it though. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, uh, that was kind of cool. Uh, that was Clint's first appearance in the MCU. That's crazy. I forgot all about him because he was only in that one little part. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, this nigga was in here, huh? <laughs> and uh, I I was texting Ryan because I was fucking I was crying laughing at the point where like the big ass. The big ass machine with the laser yeah. face, well, like the destroyer, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and Thor was just like, Loki, if you want to kill somebody, kill me. Because, you know, Thor is learning his lesson of, yeah. you know, humbling himself, the whole meaning. And Loki doesn't fire the laser off the destroyer, and it looks like the destroyer's going to walk away. And it turns around and smacks the shit out of Thor, like a mean backhand. And it was the funniest fucking thing. I think it's just the way that it was shot. I I just could not stop laughing. Because I was just like, for real? Not a laser to like the face? You just gonna get slapped and that's how you die? That's how you go out? It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> just like... <laughs> and I rewound it and I watched it again. <laughs> and I was like, holy fuck, this movie is campy trash. And I, I think I like it more because it is campy trash. <laughs> and then I guess technically Hulk's in there somewhere, but nobody cares about that whole movie, the the Edward Norton yeah. Hulk movie. It, that movie's not bad either. I, there's but a, I'm not gonna go out of my way to find it and watch it. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, I will say I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because it's next in the timeline in Fury's big week. Hmm. There's a lot of aspects of the Norton movie that I wish were brought to the MCU. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking pissed. They they have a short too. Uh, it's called the consultant because uh, I forget abomination. Yeah, they wanted abomination on the team, so yeah. they send Tony to the bar, and it's supposed to be like match that end credit scene of like uh, the Incredible Hulk. And I was like, that's kind of cool. I'm not gonna tell you where. He's not who I'm talking about. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, I'm mainly upset about the leader. Leader was introduced in Hulk, and at, there's a part where I forget how it happens, but he like is the like the first rising, Hulk movie, right? Yeah, yeah, that like, movie was fucking god awful. Yeah, 
but I was excited for the leader. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like writhing on the floor and his gre- his head is getting green and longer and then that's like the last you see of him. And I'm like, "Oh." Oh no, no, no. That was that was that was the Edward Norton one, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, no. Yeah, that that movie's okay. That movie's fine. Oh, we're talking about the first first one. No, no, no. I was talking about Incredible Hulk, but then at first I thought you were talking about the first Oh one. yeah. That, that one, first Hulk is Dirt that fucking ass is water. On it is actually not part of the MCU. I know it's not. Yeah. It, it's dirt fucking ass water. It's so fucking bad. The funny thing is, I saw both of those movies in theaters when they came out. I've seen both of them with my aunt. So I was kind of like, it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because <laughs> I remember seeing that Hulk when I was a kid. Like the very, very first one. That's the one that where nigga he... took an hour to actually turn into the Hulk. That was the one where he fought the fucking Hulk dog things, right? For like 20 minutes. And he got his ass beat. <laughs> oh my god, that one was bad. That movie was like three fucking hours and he didn't become Hulk until like the end of hour one. The, the, <laughs> the Edward Norton Hulk is alright. And they try to like, it's not a part of the MCU, but they kind of try to like, yeah, that first one kind of... Technically happened. It's it's like it's not part of the MCU. It's just like this guy's been Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just like and it's just like fuck you. I don't want to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Abomination was alright. That fight scene at the end was alright. It was alright. Like I said, it's not worth going to find because it's not on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, it's not it's- worth going to look up and watch. I don't care. We're just gonna say the first time the Hulk appeared was Margaret Ruffalo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, then we have Avengers. Avengers is great. The first Avengers is great. I still like yeah. the first Avengers a lot. It's fun. It's it's a good time. One thing I'll give the MCU is a lot of times where they're like, look, we all know that you want this plot line in these movies, but we're not going to do that. However, the big fight that happens in it, we'll throw it in right here. Avengers, like, quickly crosses off a lot of big fights yeah. between heroes. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice. Uh, it, it, yeah, they do a good job at adapting certain things. Yeah, and I appreciate the MCU for doing that. Uh, Avengers is great. I remember seeing Avengers in theaters. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a good fucking time. I had a fun time seeing that movie. It's just like, woo! This shit was... When they get to that fight in New York, it still it still holds up. It's still a yeah. fun time. It's like 40 minutes! <laughs> it's, it's just like, of just like, alright, we're gonna fight. <laughs> I still think it's funny that in Avengers, like... It straight up, you straight up feel like that's where Tony Stark is gonna die. Yeah, and, and, then and he very well could have. Eight years then, later, he does. Yeah. <laughs> and the weird part is, a lot of people like there. There is some criticisms uh, to Tony's death in um, Endgame because it's just like, oh yeah, you know, he finally you know protected everyone, and, and everyone's just like, yeah, but he did that in like Avengers One. He keeps doing that all the time, and I would say rather it. It's not like. Oh, the impact of like, oh, he finally did something because he he's always been doing that. It's more so the fact like, you know, when Pepper's like, you can rest now, Tony. He's been constantly doing yeah. this shit, and the mistakes he makes are mistakes intended to be like things to help protect the world. Yeah, and he always makes these mistakes, and then he goes back and has to try to fix them. That's... And he's just constantly has been doing this, and it's been separating from his normal life and this and that, and he's just been stressed. He has all this fucking anxiety from all the... And it's just... Like, when I was watching Iron Man 3... Iron Man 3 is like, eh. But, like, the idea of him having anxiety makes sense. Yeah. Because of all the shit he's been through. And it's just like... 
at that when you when you think about that and when i get to endgame i know i'm gonna fucking cry again yeah <laughs> because now i'm gonna have all that more fresh in my head yeah because it's like damn this nigga has been working non-stop since iron man like well, non-stop that's um <laughs> that's why um jumping ahead that's why the conflict in civil war was so important mm-hmm. was because the two sides of the coin are uh tony stark and uh, Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. where Steve Rogers is, we can do it and everyone can make it out alive. Whereas Tony Stark is, we can do it by any cost necessary. Mm. And any cost necessary includes himself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Captain America wouldn't have made that snap. No, I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have. He would have tried to fight Thanos. Yeah. He would have tried to fight him off. He would have he gotten the Infinity Stones and instead of snapping, used them to fight him because he wasn't going to kill Thanos either. No. Tony Stark I mean, erased him. No, no, I, I can, I can see, I can see, I can see Cap killing Thanos. Oh, you know what? That Cap, yes. Killing Thanos, yes. Yes. If, if it's Thanos specifically, yes. Yes. Yeah. You know what? You get, yeah, because that Captain America, absolutely. Like at that point in time, I'm like, yeah, he would probably kill that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like if he got the chance to, yeah. That that would have fucked him up. I don't know if he would have gone back in time. There would have been all yeah. He yeah. would have went through some shit. But yeah, I I could see him catching a body. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's also that like you said, it's that idea. And Cap's been like living in the modern day, and he's just like, yeah, you know this and this. But who else is gonna do it better? And if the UN has control over us, well, they're like this situation doesn't require you, and that situation could have required us, and we could have done something yeah. better, which is a valid point. But then you have Tony who's been willing to do anything at any cost necessary, including himself, and then seeing the impact of certain things, like with Sokovia, when that lady was like, yeah. my son died because of that. And he's like, this is fucked. Yeah. Like, this is our fault. Yeah. We need to be kept in check because this shit keeps happening. It- and it's because of their growth throughout the movies why they have these ideologies. Yeah. And I was like, that's really fucking cool. Like, it- like, like the fact that they were able to set that up like, I also think Civil War is an okay movie. Yes. There's, a, like, a lot of okay movies, but, like, character dynamics and concepts in the MCU yeah. that are fantastic. Yeah, like, Civil War is an okay movie, but the fight scenes and the philosophy, yes. like, are top-notch yeah, yeah. of the MCU. Like, like just, like, I, I couldn't blame someone. I, I was definitely on Tony's side. <laughs> oh, 100%. I could not blame someone for choosing Cap's side, though. Cause I yeah. can get that idea, and Steve's kind of always been that way. It's, but that moment when them niggas jumped, to, I was like, "Man, fuck both you niggas, bro!" It's like, um, <laughs> I, I like to say that Civil War did the Martha moment better. Yes, where Civil War was more like there's an understanding of the right and the wrong in this, and Cap's whole reason is Bucky. Like if. Like, it's kind of poorly written that it's like, if Bucky was out of the equation, I'm sure Cap would be oh, yeah, reluctantly be no on Reluctantly, because Tony almost had him at one point. Yeah. Tony almost got him to sign it. But it's like, the the moment of like, even though it's flip-flopped. I say the Martha moment, but Martha was more of them coming together, mm-hmm. and theirs was them splitting Pl- apart. Splitting apart. It was, it was very good on paper. But executed, yes. it was yes. a little. Yeah, that, a little, I agree. It was a little messy. Yeah, it, it, I didn't the feel movie, bad for like, Cap. Like sometimes I'm like, yeah, some of these MCU movies don't need to be two because a couple of them are like two and a half hours. I'm like, you could have just made this two hours. That one could have benefited from being three hours. It I really would have. I, I, 
could have sat through a three-hour Civil War if they added a little more meat to it. Ten minutes more fight of the big fight. Mm -hmm. And 20 minutes more of plot points and, like, 30 seconds more on... Pretty much plot points, I mean, like, 30 seconds more on each dialogue. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes the dialogue is like, and yeah, that's why we're doing it. Cut to the scene. And we're like, yeah. oh, but why? Oh, oh, but okay. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why are you guys on each side? <laughs> I like. <laughs> there's some characters. I'm like, yeah. They said that I. Uh, they brought me in. There were some of like the givens. Like, yeah. like you knew uh, Falcon was gonna side with Cap. You yeah. knew War Machine was gonna side with uh, Tony. Uh, Black Widow, I can get with it. I can see why she I like chose her that football. side. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that idea. Black Panther, we clearly know why. Uh, yeah. Tony, uh, Sp Spider Man, we clearly know. Uh, Vision, ideally, yes, I see it. Yeah. Um, Clint, I don't... Um, I I guess I could see why, but also he was retired, so I don't see why he would have a reason not to help Black Widow at that point. Yeah. Ant-Man, I can see it. He was like, oh my god, Captain Snow. Yeah. And also, Ant-Man kind of fits that role of yeah. being like someone who's just like, we gotta do this plus, outside of the law. Plus, it was also established in Ant-Man about his dislike of the Stark corporation oh yeah yeah so we had a bad because a lot of them didn't know like tony's trying to do better yeah they only have like that impression of like stark industries as a whole and tony's dad yeah before tony's dad tried to do a little bit better <laughs> a little bit a little tiny a little bit. bit not enough yeah not not nearly enough i i i don't get upset about bucky killing his dad but when he kills the mom too i'm like oh come on man <laughs> and that yeah that was fucked and, it, and i get it it wasn't like Bucky, Bucky. It was the Winter Soldier. But I, if I was Iron Man, bro, I would have started shooting too. Yeah, <laughs> easily without hesitation. Easy. If I watched this nigga on video kill my parents, I would have been like, it's, so anyway, it's I started blast. It's not even, just, it's not even just the parents, but it's like, yo, this guy, his brain is fucked. Yeah. What if he does this shit again? Yeah. We don't know when Snap, he's gonna turn. They're gonna say like. I forgot the words, the ten-word order, and it's like, ugh. And Captain's like, he's my friend, Tony. So was I, nigga. What the so, fuck? Yeah. Well, you can talk about this. Nah, I'm and a then rip blast. Nah, I'ma rip your friend's arm off, nigga. Give it to Rocket. <laughs> you don't deserve that shield. <laughs> My father made this. <laughs> He's. I. I do like the moment where Cap's like, "Yeah, fuck this shield." Yeah. Cause it is. I. By that point, I do understand him. I don't mm. agree with him. And, and and I also like the way like that whole scene at the end was done, like where Cap won, but it's like, did he? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, it. They 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 framed it in a really like. Okay. It was like the last movie Captain America was in. He was like, we we remade the Avengers. And then we see them again. And they're like, yeah, the Avengers fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And I feel bad for Scarlet Witch in that opening scene. Because it was just like, damn. It was like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, if you just let them blow up on the ground, a bunch of people are going to die. And Cap's going to die. But then you moved it to the air. And then some... It was just like, she was fucked either way. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> the, what made it fucked was it was like... A superhero and a couple adult civilians would have died, but she killed kids. That too. Yeah. Even though she didn't know her, it was it was yeah. like it was like oh I feel so bad for you Wanda because you did not mean that. I will say I I was one of the people who were pissed that Crossbones died right there. 
Oh, were you? Yeah. I I don't I don't think I was that mad. I, I think it was because I went into Civil War thinking like, oh boy, we're gonna watch Captain America get shot by crossbones at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. They were just like, we'll adapt them. I forget. But was we'll it, kill that nigga. It was nigga. either Crossbones or uh, Carter's daughter. I forget her name. One of them shot him, but they were working together. I believe it's been a while. Yeah. So Civil War was a was a very. Uh, it was a time. It was a story arc. <laughs> like, but yeah, um, after Avengers, going backwards, uh, I believe it goes directly into Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3, I feel the same way about Iron Man 2. But I, if I had to pick which one I liked a little bit better, I'm going to go ahead and say I liked Iron Man 3 a tiny bit better. Mm. Just a little bit. And I think it's just because of the whole uh, angle of Tony going through the exit. Like the character struggle. Yeah, I feel like I liked a little bit more. It, the The movie's execution as a whole was very sloppy, but like Tony going through that whole thing of just like having fucking panic attacks and not knowing yeah. what to do because it's like, yeah, that's exactly what a panic attack is. I um <laughs> like from like and I, I kind of resonated with it a little more. Uh, not watching it, but knowing some aspects of the movie, I I got intrigued years and years after it came out. When I found out that it was about extremists, and I'm like, are they doing Superior Iron Man? And I was told no. And I was like, oh, I'm actually interested in this. It's okay. Don't get your hopes up. I don't. It's 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 fine. It's I'd say it's just on par with Iron Man 2. But I like it more just because of that whole character aspect with Tony. Did you know that the kid in it is in Endgame? Is he? You'll find him. Oh shit! Okay. He's a lot older. Good to know. Now, you'll now you'll gonna, see him. It's a very. I'm gonna be on the lookout point. for him now. Yeah, you're, that's... you're gonna be like, where is this kid? And towards the end, you're gonna be like, oh, there he is. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool as fuck. Um. So after Iron Man three, it goes into Thor: The Dark World. Thor: The Dark World is ass. It's fucking just, ass. Just, just turn the page. Move. It is. <laughs> it is the worst Thor movie. Hands fucking down. Are you bleed? Possibly the worst MCU movie. Yeah. 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 If we're talking like actual MCU, MCU, not counting some other bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, that one. It's that one. It <laughs> sucks because a lot happens in that movie. A lot of importance. It's, it's campy trash. There's points where I'm just like, <laughs> this is stupid. It, I, I, I was like having fun because it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's a bad movie. It, it sucks that that's like, the movie that's just like, all right, here's the lore of the MCU with a little bit of plot. And and the house is like, you wasted all these fucking elves, bro. Who the fuck cares? The, I remember <laughs> the part when that I finally decided the movie was dumb. And I don't know. It's not even that bad of a part. But it was just like the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Mm -hmm. Was I was in the theater and when Thor's hammer was flying through the city and it flies past fucking Darcy and fucking or now that's her name right Darcy Darcy Kat, yeah Cat Denning's character and the then, one you uh, don't like yeah and then <laughs> it passes by her and Jane Foster and she's like Mjolnir like all excited I was just like oh no she called it meow meow oh she called it meow meow yeah it, I remember, yeah it was something like that yeah I remember that's supposed to be like the joke yeah I remember hearing it and I was like. I'm so over this. It was 
it was pre-Ryan confident enough to walk out of theaters, that would have been my X-Men Apocalypse moment. <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow. I was like, oh, because I remember I was, yeah, you're right. I remember because I haven't seen that movie since I saw it in theaters. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. I, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm not mad at anyone who's only watched that movie once. That movie sucks. Oh. <laughs> that movie definitely sucks. It, is it like, like ass, ass water? No, but it sucks. <laughs> it's like if you watch it with friends you probably enjoy yourself but it sucks yeah. it's not like it's not like man this movie fuck boot, boot, butt, booty butt it's not like the first Hulk movie bad or like uh, that Michael B. Jordan Fantastic Four bad but it's still pretty bad <laughs> Winter Soldier is the best Captain America movie easily 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 oh my god yeah easily when I watched it again I was like oh yeah this is definitely the one this is the one. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was it's like, so fucking this good. Is, this is the one. <laughs> it's even. I would even. I would have to really think about the ratings, but off the top of my head, I might even put it in the top ten. It could be in the top ten. It I could see be. that being a top ten movie. Yeah, because really, well it's done. really good. The like, opening scene of him working with Shield, dropping onto the ship and fighting. Yeah. I was like, I'm sold. I'm sold on this movie. Like the whole like espionage, the whole don't trust anyone. Who can you trust? Hydra infiltrating the Winter Soldier. It's like the Bucky back. Like it was boom, 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 boom. It's a fantastic Jason Bourne film. That's yes. what I'll say. <laughs> uh, Nick Fury, I'm dead, but I'm not dead. <laughs> Getting some more Black Widow character. That's always nice. Good yeah. for her. <laughs> I thought they were gonna fuck that whole movie. <laughs> yeah. But she she was just she was just you know she just flirts. She just flirts. She Black Widow. That's why I really like the scene in Ultron. She's when, Mark Bag of Ruffles. <laughs> when, uh, that's why I like the scene in Ultron when Cap's like talking to Bruce and he's like, "You talking to Natasha? Good luck with that." Like you can tell he's just like. I tried, but she was like, nah. Well, no, because cause there's that too, and Bruce was just, oh, you know, it's like this. She's just flirting. And Cap's like, no. Yeah. I know when she's just flirting. Yeah. She's, she's like into you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, it's like, I love the, we never saw it. Yeah. But he tried. Mm -hmm. He tried. He was like, hey. And she's like, no, no, no. This is work. Sorry. <laughs> you can't handle this. She's like, big green guy. Oh, he could handle it. He could handle this. I think Age of Ultron happens immediately after yeah. Civil War. Or not Civil War, um, Winter Soldier. Yeah. I think it's Age of Ultron right after. Yeah. Um, Age of Ultron is okay. It is definitely the, the worst Avengers movie. It's yeah. not bad. It's, it's not bad. It's okay. It's the MCU film I've seen the most in theaters. Because mm -hmm. it is fun. It's I remember fun. you're like, it's a fun time. It, it is fun. It, it is the worst adventure. It is the mo the film that is chock full of the most noticeable Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. I remember every time I watched it, I was like, oh, that's a reference to that. Like, yeah, when, it's fun. When Ultron is sitting in the scarlet cloak and then he turns around mm -hmm. he went uh, i forget what the alias was but for a while ultron was like the crimson cloak or the scarlet cloak mm -hmm. or some shit like that so they were like here's a nod yeah it's just, it was a bunch of like you know hey. quick silver got shot everyone had a good time it was great oh no that broke my heart <laughs> hold on pause it for a second it didn't break my <laughs> so ryan ryan peed and i fucking laughed but ryan has something to say um I got okay. I'm gonna say this. I was always a fan of like Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. I'm Flash over Quicksilver, mm. always. 
Okay. But I really liked Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. I felt like he was the perfect Quicksilver they could have. Mm-hmm. He wasn't overly powerful as a speedster. He was fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Thank yeah. you. Speedster. I, okay. He speedster. was doing the huffing and puffing thing in between. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I love speedsters. They're like some of my favorite superheroes. There's a reason why I don't want to walk right one in Aquabug. They're always OP. Yeah. And I was glad I had, I was worried about Quicksilver because I'm like, oh, they're throwing an OP Avenger in along with another OP Avenger in. Like, mm-hmm. and he was written very well. They were both written very well to where they were, they were the shining stars of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, they definitely took the cake. And, and Clint with the whole, like, you're an Avenger now speech. Mm-hmm. Best part of the film. And he was like, I'm a retire. I'm a family man. Like yeah. finding out he had a family. He's just like, yeah, <laughs> but um, so I was really excited because around that time, I forget which one came first. Oh, no, uh, Days Days Future Past had happened, and Quicksilver was in that one. And oh, and they had that one scene that everybody was just like, "Oh my god, Quicksilver, I'm gonna cream." Yeah, and I was like, "Bro, that's way too fast for Quicksilver." Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think you and I were both talking about that. I was like, "That nigga could not run that fast." Yeah, Quicksilver was cool because it was fast. He wasn't lightning speed. He's, he's not like Flash. Yeah, but where Flash can just be like, "I could move in like twenty seconds of a millimolecule second and punch it thirty-seven times." What? <laughs> Flash be talking about math and shit, and I'd be like, Quicksilver be like, kid go brr. <laughs> oh man. But um, what I'm saying is, uh, I, I just really liked it, and then they killed him, and then I got Evan Peters Flash. I mean Quicksilver, and I just. <laughs> And then I got Apocalypse. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. It's just the way he went. I was just like. <laughs> I will say. I got mad as fuck when he's like. Uh, what did he say? Like. Uh, what, what was the thing that he was saying the whole. It was like. You didn't see that. Or, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You didn't see and then that he coming. says it and dies. Nice. I was so fucking mad. And they zoom in on his fucking like. <laughs> I was so fucking mad. They were just like. Ha ha. And he's dead. That's it. And you're like, why? Because rights. <laughs> Scarlet Witch was in Apocalypse for like a minute. She was a she was his daughter when uh, Magneto was hi- hiding out, and then fucking an army came, like a militia came and killed her. And the re- only way you know it's Scarlet Witch is it was a daughter with long red hair, and when she died, a crow went and flew off. Like I'm not even bullshitting. And I was like, oh, that's Scarlet Witch. Fuck Apocalypse, but we're not talking about that. Oh, fuck. That's funny as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I know people have mixed feelings about Ultron. I didn't hate him. It was I in that movie. I kind of liked the whole, like, oh, there's philosophy in this, and I'm kind of a funny guy. I'm just like, the MCU likes to add, sprinkle a lot of comedy in and change characters like that. It's fine. It fits their world. I like the idea that they mix the personality of Tony Stark and Bruce Banner, and he looked at the internet and was like, I need to kill humanity. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all fucking up. <laughs> and they're like, Tony, what did you do now? I'm just like, I'm trying to help people. Going back to that hole, I'm trying to save the... Yep. You're doing too much. You're doing way too much. But, you know, Ultron's dead. They blew up a country. Uh, Hulk was like, I can't, I can't stay because I'm a big monster. 
and Black Widow was was super sad about it because she loved she liked Mark Ruffles. Um, yeah, they after that movie they were like that romance that doesn't exist. <laughs> they like maybe they were like hoping that it was implied that that Bruce was just like nah we can't be a thing and people wouldn't question it anymore. I'm just like you can't just leave it like that though. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to have some sort of just like closure or awkwardness. And there was none. They just were like, that shit did not exist. What are you talking about? We never did that. <laughs> Which is one of the better qualities of the movie. Yeah. So it's just like, what the fuck? Kyle, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, Cap and Tony were still disagreeing on stuff. You know, more stuff leading into Civil War ideas. Yeah. But yeah, Age of Ultron, it's fun. It's definitely the weakest Avengers movie. It's like Age of Ultron, Avengers, and Game Infinity War. Yeah, I Infinity agree. War is definitely... Wholeheartedly. Because some people are like, well, Endgame wasn't as good as Infinity War. I'm like, well, I don't think it needs to be. It's yeah. just supposed to be the ending. It was perfect of what it was. It it's was a just conclusion. the ending. It's the end game. It's the epilogue. Yeah, sense. yeah. Like, like, you enjoy the story, and then you get to the epilogue, and it's just, if it was good, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, like, it's not the destination. I like it more journey. than Avengers and Age of Ultron. But yeah. Infinity War, that was that was what everything was building to. So that's the, why Infinity War is so good. If the movie was called... Um, the movie was called Thanos. If Avengers Infinity War was called Thanos, then Endgame would be the best Avengers movie. Mm. But still, it's like... It's, it's weird that it counts as an Avengers movie. Because... Mm. Um, I think it's a uh, Thor and only Thor and Thanos have like really high screen times. Everyone else has like they have Thor their moments. Yeah, yeah, their moments. Yeah, they have their scenes where they're like, "We're gonna stop Thanos." But I think like the idea was like everyone was trying to stop it. So yeah. the idea was like everyone here is an Avenger. Yeah, you know, everyone is here. Everyone is. <laughs> but uh, what came after Age of Ultron? I'm trying to remember. After that, it was. I don't think it was Civil War. I think oh. they have one more before Civil War. No, it might have been Civil War. It was Civil War. It was Civil War. We hadn't seen any of those characters. No, 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 no. Oh. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Because, yeah, yeah, Ant-Man came. Ant-Man's great. We already talked about it. Ant-Man is a high-tier Marvel movie. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. It, it's just, it just hit it's every box. It's movies where it's, like, it's hard to talk about. Because it was just, like, ah, it was just... You just need to watch it. It just nailed it. It just, it just so nailed it. What it needed to be, it was, it was that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun for the whole family too. Yes, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you could, yeah, it was great. It was a good time. Everyone, everyone acted phenomenally in that movie. The acting was great. Paul Rudd is beautiful. Paul Rudd is like over fifty years old. Paul yep. Rudd is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? I'm and trying he to get like you. Such a good job as Scott Lang. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I so love good. it. Yeah, all the scene and the comedy felt well in that movie. It was perfect. Yeah. It was, it was, it was great. It was, it was. That's why when you were like, yeah, the only one I'd argue with that's like a better origin story is Ant Man. I'm just like, I can see that. Yeah, because Ant Man is really good. It's <laughs> unfortunate that like because of my really like strict rules sometimes when I think about grading movies, like I I do it to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, is like the whole like can it stand alone? And the only thing is like one of the best fights of the movie happens because he's breaking into the Avengers, Avengers compound. Oh, against Falcon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't talk about that with Winter Soldier. I love Anthony Mackie as Falcon. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> yeah. He's so good. He's he's great. 
I, I, I'm glad he's getting the shine in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I love it. Uh, but after Ant-Man, we do get to Civil War. We talked about, we talked a lot about Civil War already. With the whole ideologies. Like, it's an okay movie with great ideas and themes. But, uh, Spider-Man and Black Panther definitely stole a lot of the show. I was so hyped in those trailers yeah. when they got, I was like, that's the only reason why I'm coming here. That's yeah. the only reason why I'm here. Oh, yeah. Same. I came to see T'Challa and Peter Parker. <laughs> The characters we both were like, yo, when they finally bring these fuckers yeah, in. Yeah, I, I was oh. so fucking stoked. And then they announced Civil War, and we're like, without at least Spider-Man? And then Under Roos! <laughs> like, like, that trailer bit came out, I think, like, maybe like a week or two before the movie dropped. Yeah. They were just like, yeah, Spider-Man's here. And you're just like, yes! It's <laughs> because all the rumors were there. And mm -hmm. we're like, yeah, the guy who worked with Chris Hemsworth on that Moby, Moby Dick movie, he's going to be Spider-Man. you're like, this kid... I've never heard of him before. And it's like, guess who's here? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was fucking great. Uh, after that, in timeline, it's Black Widow. I like that movie. Okay. I like it. I put it on the same level as Captain Marvel. It is good. I haven't. Oh, that's the other one I haven't seen. Um, Black Widow. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. I, it's, it, I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad Black Widow got some, some backstory. It's fun. I admit when I heard, I got Taskmaster spoiled for me. Mm. When I heard about it, I was it's, a little it's, upset. It's weird, and I get why people are upset, but it fits the MCU and it fits the movie. That's um, you have to think of it from that like viewpoint. Yeah, I guess. That's, that's exactly what it is. Because I was thinking about the MCU and how they changed. As you were texting me about stuff, I had been thinking about the MCU overall, mm. and I was like, they make a lot of changes to things, and sometimes I like them. And I'm like, I haven't seen the movie yet. I it's, should. It's I should not a bad it. movie. It's it's solid. It's a solid movie. Uh, I do like the the last end credit scene because it hints at something, some things to come. I won't spoil it because you haven't seen it. Um, I I've seen it. Oh, you have seen it. it it's for it's for Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's what it's yeah, for. It's okay, because I have not watched Bro, Hawkeye yet. There's, I was wondering if it was for Hawkeye. I I just because I don't have the time for things. I sometimes I'm like, well, everyone's hyping about this show right now. What is the moment that everyone's hyping about? I don't care about the plot leading there. Mm -hmm. I'll find that out when I watch it. But I want to know. What's the what's moment that's the like, moment. oh, this is it. Yeah. There's a great, 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 great character in Hawkeye who makes his resurgence. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm okay. I will yeah, say. Because that end credit scene, I was like, oh, no, because I, they were free. I will give you a hint. The character that was in Far From Home. But not him. He is the hint. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it merged before that movie, like, around when that movie came out. Okay. Two things happened. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, we got that. Oh, and and No Way, our Homecoming happened. Uh, I just bought Homecoming on YouTube <laughs> so I could watch it. It was 10 bucks. Damn, I should have, I have the first two on. Uh, I was okay, now oh, I own it. <laughs> let, me, let me know when uh, you get to uh, Far From Home. I'll give you my YouTube, because remember I bought it. Oh, okay, cool, 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 yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homecoming is great. That was a great first movie for the Spider-Man trilogy in the MCU. Yeah. That's a solid movie. Uh, Vulture, they made Vulture so cool. Vulture is the best part of that movie. As a big Spider-Man fan, it is not one of my favorite Spider-Man movies, but two of the MCU films are in my favorite. That's fair. Yeah. That's definitely fair. Yeah, yeah no, it's I, it's a good starting point. I like how like they didn't go with the whole origin story. Like he's already Spider-Man and Tony found him, 
And that builds the Tony Stark, Peter Parker relationship, the mentorship. I appreciate that. It's so, a good movie. No, it's a good movie. It's it's it. Tom Holland, great job, great job. Uh, I believe after that it is Black. No, it's home. It's Homecoming, then Black Widow, I think, then Black Panther. That is my favorite MCU movie. Oh, and I forgot to mention Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what I forgot to mention. Oh yeah, Guardians because that happened. That there's they're like so disconnected from that. Oh, volumes one and two you watch back to back. Yeah, they they happen right after each other. Both good, both good. When I watch volume two, because I know we talk about volume two yeah. a lot. When I watch it again, I was like, volume one is still better, but I like volume two more now that I watched it again. Okay. I can say that. I, maybe maybe just give it a rewatch. I remember you and me did walk out of the theater like. There was moments that we liked, but there was a lot of moments that we were like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I, second watch, especially after since I watched it right after Volume 1, I appreciate it a lot more. Should we tell the, the, the Death Pass story real quick? Yeah, yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, so we were sitting in the theater, and for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, we had our, well, at least, we had our commemorative Groot cups. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because we are all I think I still have that in the house somewhere. Yeah, we, we were all... Uh, <laughs> Disclosure, we were all pretty stoned. Yeah. And it was us two and a couple of guys. And uh, we were sitting there, all excited for the movie. And it was like, we weren't totally feeling it, but we were vibing. But Rocket was, like, shining a lot in the film. And we were and, like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> we were both like, oh, no. <laughs> it was very much like, Rocket, you don't do your part. I do my part. I'm selfish. That's my character. And we're like, oh, he's going to save everyone and die. And then he had a conversation with Yondu. And Yondu was like, shut up, boy. At least you have friends and family. I don't have family. And we're like, oh, Peter Quill's your family. You're going to die. He baton passed. Rocket Raccoon. Baton, baton passed. passed. <laughs> I like to think that we were the nexus point of... The MCU at that point, whether Rocket or Yondu were gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Oh, <laughs> uh, that no, yeah, you you appreciate it a lot more watching it again. I think they wrote the characters extremely well. I th I just feel like the overall plot wasn't there. No, I can I can understand that. Like it was written well. It's just it was weird. It was weird to give Peter Quill this, like... It's like, we're gonna make up this different backstory for Peter Quill. Okay, we're gonna have it have this. Okay, and he's gonna be this. Okay! Hey. And then it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah! Yeah, no, when you rewatch it again, like, like... Like I said, it makes sense. You you get you get a you understand it a little more. It makes his watching that movie makes his punch to Thanos make more sense. Because he's no, willing to give it all. And also, like, like not only that, too, you also have the added layer of just, like, I've always talked about this. I'm like, y'all niggas get mad at Star-Lord for punching Thanos. Yeah. But if your girl died and the nigga that killed her said that shit to your face like that, yeah. you would have punched that nigga, too. Yeah. Don't act like you exactly. wouldn't have. And, uh, I'm not going to lie. I would have punched that nigga, too. And, uh, Fuck him. Volume, uh, Guardian of the Galaxy Volume 2 kind of gives Peter Quill this whole, like, I'd give everything I have for the people I care about. Yeah. Yeah. Everything I have for the people I care about. I'm headstrong. I'm impulsive. It fit the character. Exactly. Like, that was a thing he would do. And I'm sorry. Like, like yeah, it sucks. It was a dumb decision. 
but that's so in character that's so in verse of him to do yeah so yeah uh guardians of the galaxy great duology we're getting a third one we're gonna get a third one uh we feel a little differently about chris pratt now but we're gonna get that third yeah. one uh, it, it's the last <laughs> one of his from what i understand mm -hmm. he might be featured in the team-up movies but yeah 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 the only actor that I know for sure is in it for the long run is Chris Evans. Uh, I mean, not Chris Evans. Chris Hemsworth. Because he's stated. He's like, no, I'll do this. Yeah. No, yeah. He, he, he is Thor. He fits well. It, Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Uh, Chris Evans is Captain America. Yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they all kind of fit those roles, like, a little too well. Um, but, yeah, so we... Going back from there, then we did Homecoming, then we did Black Widow, Black Panther, favorite MCU movie. I, I know it's not everyone's favorite. I don't care. It's my favorite MCU movie. It's good. I fucking love Black Panther. It's live action Lion King. Like, objectively speaking, it's a good movie. I, I'd still put it in high tier. I wouldn't put it yeah. in, like, top tier. Yeah. But it is a high tier MCU movie, I feel. <laughs> but it is, subjectively, that is my favorite favorite fucking mcu movie i, I, I like, love black panther i feel like people lose the sight of line between best and favorite yes because there's, there's so many there's things a difference that is the difference I, I like think of it as your favorite character like who's your favorite character is yeah. that character the strongest character in that show does it matter yeah like you know what i mean like black panther is my man bat yeah like i fucking love man bat mm. But he's he's not like the best character. Yeah, but yeah. man, I Black Panther is easily the most rewatchable MCU. It's film. so good, it's so fun from start to finish. Even the fucking like very time period of the time jokes mm. still work. Yeah, it's like ah, I remember that. What at all? Yeah, I'm like I still laughed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I'm like, fuck, what are I, still, those I watched that movie last night. I still fucking laugh. It, it, it works <laughs> because it's not just like any shoes. You just look at it and you're like. Nigga, you walked into the office with your toes out like that. Yeah, it was good. Michael B. Jordan, Killmonger. Oh, fantastic. Mwah, loved it. I know people wanted more of him. I think it was fitting that he he died in that yeah, movie. Yeah, he was. I think it was fitting. He's that character that's gonna stick with you. Yeah, and it had an impact because it was two characters with different ideologies. And though Killmonger had a point, he was definitely going about it in a very extreme way. And it does change, to, like the scene where he, where he, uh, the second time where he's in, like you know, the wilderness, the 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 valley, yeah, with all the past Black Panthers, he's like, "You are wrong, you are all wrong," and it's just like, yeah, he felt that shit. He was yeah. just like, "Nah, I'm gonna make it right." Uh, R.I.P. to Chad Chadwick, man. Yeah. God. Ah, uh, another like actor that was like that was that character. Yeah. Like he he definitely was T'Challa. And I, I, I'm definitely on the side of, like, recast T'Challa because he only got his one movie. He's been in other films, but he only got his one movie. And he deserves, like, at least a, a trilogy or something. It so recast T'Challa. It sucks that if he's in Black Panther 2, it's going to be, like, extra shots that they had before. From what I understand, Black Panther 2 might be about his sister fighting Namor. I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. And it's just like... I know a lot of the people working on Black Panther 2, they've been saying it's it's beautiful. Like people are gonna love it. I'm so I, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I'm 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 super excited to see it because I like I said, Black Panther again. Black Panther is my favorite Marvel superhero, like period. So when we finally got that movie, like 
Like, you don't understand when when I knew he was coming in Civil War. I was so... I was like, fucking yep. finally. And we got that movie announcement. I was like, yes. Let's go. I fucking love T'Challa. It's it's sad. It's really sad that even though T'Challa's origin story was in Civil War, it's not an origin story movie. Mm-hmm. Because the way that it's... was written, it would could have been top tier. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a, a coming of... Yeah. I don't want to say coming of age, but coming into like you know it, that that passing role. The torch. Yeah, that passing the torch, coming into your own. Like, I'm going to be this hero. Here's my like ideology. Here's how I think of things. I'm yeah. not like my father, kind of kind yeah. of shit. And I, I I I love that movie. It's really good. Uh, then it was Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange was great. That was the first time I watched it start to finish, like in one sitting. Is great visually, fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ben- Eggs Benedict Cumberpatch, yeah. great. <laughs> Stephen Strange, he's great. he's the perfect casting too. He's Again, like they ace those castings, um, bro. Again, that's one of the castings that has been recognized in the in the Marvel comics. There's a part in uh, Doctor Strange, maybe a couple years ago, mm-hmm. where he's looking at different multiverses and he sees ours, and he's like, "Oh, ben- Benedict Cumberbatch plays me." I see it. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, okay. He played that role really well. (laughs) And, like, learning the magic and all of that. It was was fun. It was a good time. I enjoyed it. It was was so much fun. They're definitely making him the new Tony Stark, but a little more kinder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he still has, like, that kind of smart-ass attitude. And that's, like, that, like, I'm smarter than you. Yeah. But (laughs) he is nicer than Tony is. (laughs) He's definitely nicer than Tony is. But yeah, no, Doc, uh, Doctor Strange is great, bro. Doctor Strange is nicer than Tony, but wouldn't hesitate as much as Tony would if it meant killing you. Yes. I can agree. Even though, like, he he, he was like, I took life. I don't... But at the same time, he didn't hesitate to kill that nigga. He yeah. did not hesitate to kill that man. <laughs> like, you still did it. <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, the the scene where he gets uh, his his cape is awesome too. I love that. How like they like earlier in the movie they're like the relic chooses you. I was like, oh, the relic's gonna be his cape. Yeah. <laughs> I I was I like I fucking knew. I was like, oh, the relic's gonna be his cape. It's gonna be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got it, and I was like, yeah, now he can fly and shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was a fun movie, dude. It was a good time. It's one of those movies where you're just like, it was a good movie. It was a great time. So, uh, I'm I'm ready for uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, that's gonna be fucking wild. Yeah. Uh, so once once I I'll f- watch WandaVision too, I'm gonna be like fully invested. That's the time to watch WandaVision because I haven't watched it yet. I haven't either. I know like bits of what happens in it, but I haven't yeah. watched it. I know my favorite Quicksilver is back. Oh, word? Not my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, like, not the way you think, so it's okay. not a big spoiler. Or okay. it could be later down the line. We'll, oh. we'll see. And then the latest movie I've watched on my watch has been Thor Ragnarok. We actually just finished it shortly before recording yeah. because I started watching it last night. I watched... Um, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, and Thor Ragnarok, like, back to back to back yesterday. And I was, like, in the last 30 minutes of Ragnarok, and I was just like, dude, I'm so tired. I have to be at work at 7. Let me go to sleep. I'll just watch it when I get home. Um, 
Thor Ragnarok is the best Thor movie, it, which is funny because the best Iron Man movie is the first one. The best Captain America movie is the second one. The best Thor movie is the third one. Yep. <laughs> it is like leagues better than Thor and Thor the Dark World. It oh, is yeah. so good. And uh, my friend Gabe was talking about this too. He 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 likes Thor Ragnarok a lot, but it le- but he does say like it leans into the comedy like a bit too yes. much, which it does. But I feel like it kind of benefits Thor as a character because Thor ha- in the MCU has been kind of more of like a comic. I don't. Yeah. He's not a comic well, relief, it's, but he's more of a comical character. He's the dumb warrior. Yes. I'm gonna tell you this: Sonic the Hedgehog two, Knuckles and Thor are the same character. Okay. That it works. It works. That's fun. It's the same character. And it made me like MCU Thor, like Chris Hemsworth, who's made me like Thor a lot more. I don't really like Thor in terms of like comics. He's not one of my favorites. He's a goofy 80s rock star. That's what he is. Like Thor and Captain America, like in the comics, I don't really like that much. Like, I think Captain America, my my thoughts on Captain America have changed. Thor, I'm like, I'm kind of like, yeah. But I really like uh, Captain America in the MCU, and I really like Thor in the MCU. Yeah, it's it's weird. I've always liked Iron Man either way. <laughs> Iron Man, I think, is great. I think it's because <laughs> with comics, there's so many like changes to the character. It's mm-hmm. hard to really de- decipher. Where at least with the MCU, they're just like at least it's one consistent ide- character. Yeah. This is their narrative. This is their ideology. They will change, but this will stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and, and Thor, like you were, t- when we were talking about it, I think it was when I was watching, like, uh, the first Thor still, or it was early into the second one, you were like, Ryan was like, te- excuse me, he texted me, Thor has the worst trilogy, but he has the best character development, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, he does, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> he really does. Yeah, he, he does have the best character development out of, like, the big three. Like, if you had, like, a big three in the MCU, it's 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 Iron Man, Cap, and Thor. And Thor does definitely have the best growth. Like, I, I love watching Thor through the Thor trilogy and all the Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. But it's like, fuck, sometimes I don't want to watch those movies. Yeah. Like, Thor is great in the movies where it's not a Thor movie. Yeah. But his movies are just not well made, besides it, Ragnarok. It just sucks that the other Thor movies, you have moments of Thor where you're like, oh, you're growing as a human. I I dig, I dig that. I will say, it does extend all the way to Endgame, too. Yes. Like, my, my whole thing is, like, from start to finish. Like, Yeah. No, no, I agree fully. Like, the moment where he's like, I was always worthy. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's when he grabs the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, I I love that. Yeah, no, Thor, Chris Chris Hemsworth uh, Hemsworth uh, portrays Thor very well, very very well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's where I am now. Uh, tomorrow I'm gonna watch Ant Man and the Wasp, and then probably Monday, cause Sunday I'm gonna be busy. But uh, Monday when I get home from work, I'm gonna you know grab some dinner, maybe grab a few beers. We're doing Endgame and in, or, uh, Infinity War and Endgame back to back Monday night. Hell yeah. So I'm going to be in my room for like seven hours. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to cry at the end of it. Bro, I wish I had that time sometimes. And then uh, and then, and then, then I'll do, um, what is it? Uh, Far From Home. I think... I think Far From Home and No Way Home actually go back to back, and then we go into all the yeah, shows. Yeah, they go back to back. And then uh, Shang-Chi in the mix of that. 
and Eternals in the mix of that. I would, but I would... I'm finally going to get into the show. So, like, uh, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, Hawkeye, and then Moon Knight, which is the latest thing in the timeline. From my understanding, here's what I would possibly do it. It was if it was after Endgame to give yourself a breather, do um, uh, Eternals. Just do Eternals there. True. And then do the Spider Man. Oh yeah, because that is a lot. Yeah. And because I would be going from like two back to backs to another two back to backs. Yeah. That would be a lot. And and fucking. No Way Home, or Far From Home and No Way Home, uh, they kind of hit you emotionally a little bit. Yeah. Especially uh, fucking oh, No Way Home. Such a good movie. No Way Home is great. Like, it's, They're like, how do we cap on this trilogy? This. And it's it, it's <laughs> like, a three trilogy origin story. Yes. And it's just like, oh, that, that ending is just so like, oh, uh, but it needed to be done. Yeah. It, it was just one of those, it needed to be done. It's just like, uh, Tom Tom might be dumb being Spider-Man too. I, there there's rumors. rumors. There's rumors. He said he doesn't want to be. He doesn't feel like he should be Spider-Man in his 30s. What I understood from that, a lot of people thought, oh, he's leaving. What I understood was that was I'm gonna be friendly neighborhood Spider-Man for a couple movies. Pass the torch to Miles. Yeah, I I can see him maybe getting another movie or two, and then like. If he gets, like, let's say he gets a second trilogy, like, the third movie of that second trilogy yeah. would be, like, him passing it to Miles. Yeah. And it's, like, now he can just... He'll be with Thor. And mm. it's, like... He can right. be, like, the mentor, like, Tony was the mentor to him. Yeah. He'll just be there. It'll be other people's movies, but it's, like, like oh... You'll have get, Spider-Man. Oh, in Daredevil 3, the movie, because mm. we're probably going to get a movie after that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, you're right, you're right. Then it'll be like, oh, Daredevil three, or even a Daredevil show continuation. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, there'll be an arc where it's like he's working with someone, and then he's like about to hit someone, and all of a sudden a web grabs his like. People will be like, Ooh! oh yeah. It's like because he could totally just be like, oh, I'm gonna pop up in the shows. He, he Spider Man can always be there without being Spider Man movies. Yeah, and that's what I want. To be honest. Because I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man, but I don't want to milk him. I just want him to be there. Oh, yeah, exactly. And he got his trilogy, and it was a good trilogy. Yeah. Like, a lot of people were like, well, this was, like, his MCU trilogy. Because, like, by the end, it's like, well, now he's just he's Spider-Man. Yeah. That's it. Yep. And it's just like, I like that. Yeah. It, it's bittersweet, but I like that. Yeah. It, yeah, the, the, the MCU trilogy, they, they fucking nailed it. And I, I, I love, it. yeah, dude. <laughs> Cause uh, Ryan had already watched. I, I believe you already watched No Way Home when you watched it with me, right? Yeah, I yeah, seen yeah. it in theaters. Yeah, so I watched it at Ryan's house, uh, and uh, like a few weeks ago, and I was just like, yo, this movie is fucking. Good. It's really good. It's fucking really good. No, like, like I want to put it in the top MCU films for me. It's a, it might be in the top five, but the top three. But I because of my like strictness i don't want to because it's like oh i have to know these characters to oh, watch it I, I get it i get it but like oh, no rules no personal rules which is just setting myself free easily top three it was great yeah it was really good but yeah so i i still got a good ways to go yeah. but but I'll, I'll catch up soon give me like another few weeks maybe by next podcast i'll be i'll be all caught up 
We'll see how it goes. But, um... Shit, I should watch the shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I want to talk, talk about them with you too. now. Fuck. It, the MCU is not perfect, but the fact that they've been able to create, continue, and sustain a universe of this magnitude is very impressive and commendable, and it's just fantastic. Yeah. It, it's just like, you guys really did that. Like, like I said, there's some bad parts, there's some weaker parts. It's not perfect. But still, the fact that they're able to pull this off alone is amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where we're going to cap it off at the podcast today. Uh, we hope you enjoyed episode 104. Yeah. It was, it was a good time. It was a good time. What are we going to talk about next time? I don't know. We'll probably actually have news topics then. Yeah. We're kind of burnt out. Uh, but this was fun. This was fun, dude. Uh, so I am Hiccup. You were joined with me and my boy Days. This is episode 104 of the podcast. Much and love. And stay tuned for the post show. We, we didn't have one last time, but we'll we'll have one this time. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, now someone told me when it's coming that I could be a plushy cuddler with you or something. A weighty blanket sipping chocolate neck and golden bumping. A crunchy roll get cozy, my little story while we watching. I know that you ain't wanna start the combo. I see the way you look at me, the fireworks been starting. Ruby red cheeks roasting marshmallows, how I feel this like it. But Tashi Niwa, Koku Haku, got all my